With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I am sorry. Are you okay? Podcast is intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling. 12 years. I never expected it to turn out like this. TheBoxingVoice.com. Shout out to the community, man. I appreciate y'all. What's happening, people? Info Joe, Los Angeles, in the building. Adrian, the problem road, the man from the frozen tundra. Keem, straight out of Florida. Liz Lowe, Decatur, Georgia. You already know what it is. It's the Queen, Michael K, Detroit. Stand up. David Maldonado, New York City. Yo, nuts. Don't cut me off, man. Don't cut me off. King, I mean of Essex. Catch me for them championship rounds. Big Superman. Claim me Texas. Davidian in Buffalo. God bless you all. Jesus Christ. Without y'all, it ain't nothing. Without the callers, it ain't nothing, man. Batgirl, TKO, San Diego, California. Big Fish Vegas. Palm Beach, Florida. Detroit, the incredible. Straight out the ATS. James Benitez, Huntsville, Alabama. It ain't hating. It's just the truth. Show kid, my brother, New York, suckers. Coach Midday from London, UK. Checking in from Tennessee, it's Lethal James, P-A-Y-N-D. It's Lethal. Line 6 Reed, just spreading that boots gospel. Mo from Valpo, only in America. But I'm a true attestation to the American dream. King Four, Crown Heights, Brooklyn, you heard? Four chicken wings and french fries, breakfast and champions. Let's get to it. JT, New Orleans, Louisiana. Stuff like that. Yo, TVV, this coach J-Mac. New Orleans, Louisiana, 504, baby. Ah. What have you? T, Y, A. California. Like the video, subscribe to the channel.
exactly be part of the conversation. As I always say, please make sure you push the thumbs up. Check this in every episode of the Boxing Voice Podcast. This is TVD Life. If you ain't on Patreon, that's because you're stupid. He is the fighting pride of Omaha, Nebraska. He's good at what he do. Hey, Daddy. Undefeated WBO lightweight champion of the world. Hey, Daddy. Boxingboys.com. Taking you know any credit away from Errol, he's a great fighter. He's good at what he do. Boxingboys.com. Compare him to Terrence Crawford. There's no comparison. It's a dollar beat. Just a better fight. Boxingboys.com. Sit back and watch this. I promise you something. I promise you something. All that shit you talking, all that shit you talking don't mean nothing. I can, I can pull my guns at you, you can pull your guns at me, but at the end of the day, them two brothers got to get in the ring. Hey, Daddy, this is a dollar. We've been here before. You try to get there, all right? I can tell you how it is to be undisputed. You can't tell me shit. This is a dollar. Hey, Daddy. Y'all support y'all fighter. Let's come together, make this event a success. Boxingwoods.com. Everything about Terrence Crawford is better than Earl Smith Jr. Boxingwoods.com Boxingwoods.com Boxing fans, are you ready? Hey, Daddy. Boxingwoods.com Boxingwoods.com Good morning, TBV. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another edition of the Boxing Voice Radio. I'm going to go ahead and call it a marathon. I believe there's going to be a bunch of upset uh boxing fans i'll label them boxing fans i won't put them in any specific box but i do believe that this show will go a long time as some information was revealed to us courtesy of terence crawford he did a interview that was released yesterday and uh it was actually someone that he fought in the amateurs and um Crawford made it very clear that the rematch is happening at 47. And he gave us a reason why, which means that Earl Spence had an opportunity to get this fight at 154 or another weight had he notified Terrence and his team in writing within a proper time frame. That did not happen, so neither man wrote that letter in writing to each other. So both 
obviously are okay with 47. So you guys can stop complaining now. He's not draining him. Earl had the opportunity to, in writing, state that he could not make the weight. That never happened. Crawford himself, who you guys continue to say, but Crawford said he could barely make the weight. Well, he also had to submit in writing that he couldn't make the weight. And that didn't happen. So can we please stop complaining about Crawford weight draining him the first fight and now in the second fight? Because let's be real. If he didn't submit in writing that he didn't want this particular fight to take place at 47, then, you know, why wouldn't we have anything else? So, curious, Ness, why do you think why do you think this took so long to be public? Um why do you think we was actually being uh led under a different impression and told other other things in regards to the weight of the rematch? Honestly, I I mean, what do you think we were told? Because I got the audio. Maybe you are misinterpreting what was being written by Michael Benson. Because in the audio, um, it sounds like the only difference that we got is that, you know, all this time, it, it was they were telling us the winner got to decide where the weight of the fight took place. But... In fact, it don't matter if you won at all. You ain't have no say. All you had to say was you couldn't make the weight. I can't make the weight. In writing, it. in writing, though, in writing. So it had to be formal, it had to be it had to be official. You had to do it officially, you know, and uh, that wasn't done by anyone on Earl's team. So one has to assume that weight wasn't the issue for I'm, the performance. Bro, I'm just... But why, from both sides, why would they say, oh, this is how the rematch weight is well, selected? Well, that's really not I, the case at all. I don't know that both sides said that, did they? I'm not sure that we were just repeating stuff that Coppinger and other reporters might have said. I, I don't know if these guys said anything at the press conference, uh, you know, that, that led us to believe, you know, exactly what's being said. All right. Well, I believe you got some audio to play, right? I do. Um, let me see here. And this is uh, Terrence Crawford on In This Corner. And uh, this is Bud on the rematch and the contracted weight of that rematch. fight that should uh supposed to happen next so we shall see you know how negotiations go and how everything go we we post a, a fight in december and um you know yeah i'm just i'm back in training are you are you thinking about doing it at a at the 154 pound weight class or are you going to stick to the rematch at 47 which is where it should be because that's where it happened well the contract states that um either one or the other got to notify, you know, in writing that he no longer can make the weight 
If not, then the fight will be at 47. So uh, the contract set, states that it had to go at 47 since neither one, neither I or Arrow notified each other stating that we can't make the weight anymore. So, so you see, he's, he said that the contract states that, you know, because neither person notified either man that, uh, you know, the fight stays where it's at. So, your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I really don't care in that sense. I felt like uh, it didn't really matter where they fought at. I thought Bud would get the better of uh, the rematch, but it's just weird to me. I ain't going to lie. I find it odd that it's like shit, two months after the fight and we just now hearing, you know. It's been three weeks since Blood, I mean, Earl has put in his his rematch and everything, and we just now hearing about, how, like, the weight and shit. Like, I mean, I'm going to be that, honest That's with you. that fine print, isn't nah, it? That's, uh, nah, not really. But what I, you mean? I mean, what's fine print about all I have to say is I can't do something and it won't be done. It's not really, like, fine print to me. It's like... Hey, no matter what you do, win, lose, draw, die, you can still elect to remain at the weight. Just say you can't make it. Or, or no, we can move up. Just say you can't make the weight no more. That's all. You know, so uh, I don't know that we see the rematch, to be quite honest with you. I don't know that they want the rematch, right? We've seen. It sounds like the rematch has to happen this year by December from that interview. Which is something that we've been hearing. But yeah, but we all assumed it could be pushed back. No? We uh, all thought, you know, we, we heard people like Espinosa say February, January, possibly. Yeah, I thought shit like that, but there was definitely the people going off the wall. Like, oh, you know, they're going to let Earl get one in before they run it back. Like, I never thought that. Never thought that, oh, they yeah, they're going to let Earl get a, get a, get a tune-up in, in between rematches? Nah. Why you never thought that? Because if he was quick to walk... Yeah, no, I never thought that either. Because imagine I'm, winning or losing like, in between that and what is that, Bud supposed to do. Not just that, but it's like, yo, he showed his nuts last year. And like, bro, I'm fighting this year. Oh, okay, January? All right, watch this. Because I'm fighting this year. So it's like, I didn't think that he was going to be like, oh, yeah, ooh, go get it. Like, bro, this shit wasn't enticing enough. Like, you beat the shit out of him. Feel me like uh, any type of rematch, they should be great. I ain't gonna say grateful. I'm not gonna say that, but I I will say they should be satisfied or happy with goddamn it because it's like shit wasn't close. There's nothing for you to deserve a rematch. Mm. You understand that? Like if this was a Super Bowl, ticket prices would drop times ten because you know it was that one side. Like, damn, bro, why am I going to go drop another $2,000 to watch a blowout? Drop 200 for that. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to get difficult to to get people to spend that money again. He, they're going to have to do a really good job at All Access, giving us a, a look into Earl's camp so that we can believe he's physically doing better and can perform better. Um, 
I'm I'm not like of the same mindset. I don't think it's weird. I think you know this is fine print in the contract that you know these reporters that broke the story weren't privy to, but it's just fine print. You know, I don't find it weird that we're just finding out. We not supposed to know. So a lot of these guys are uh, very private when it comes to the finances. Uh, you see how Crawford and Shakur are when it comes to the finances. So, you know. Um, at least we got the fight. And at least people can stop complaining. At but least do they we can, have the fight? Like, the, well, well, I mean, I we, don't we, think, we don't, I don't have any more I, excuses. You can't say he was weight drained. I don't think that anything that that can lead to anybody really saying. Again, I just find it weird that every every report we got said other said different. Like I, I do find that weird. And again, it's been three weeks since the rematch has. But been maybe that's still the case. By, by Spence. Maybe that's still the case. Maybe the winner does get to dictate, but the loser can still say, "Bro, I can't make it." And then it's up for negotiations. You don't think like if if there was a uh, a clause that said the winner gets to pick, and then the loser also gets to formally uh, write that he can't make the weight, we got to come to some sort of agreement financially. I mean, it's pretty much the same Danny Garcia, Eric Morales situation, except Eric missed weight. But you just you just pay. No? I don't think we see the fight. Hmm. Well, you got to love the internet. I don't think we see it, bro. Like, think about it. It don't, bro. This shit came out the day the day before the fight, bro. Mike Coppinger broke the night before the fight when Spence was Spence is on record saying, "I've outgrown 147. If there's a rematch, it would have to be at 154." I fought in the U.S. But why wouldn't he, bro? I'm just why saying. wouldn't he activate that then by submitting it in writing? I mean, shit. Maybe he didn't know. The world just found out. I mean, that would be sad. He's the one with Al. You know, he's supposed to help you with that contract litigation. I, mean, I don't know. Like, again, bro, the last seven, eight weeks, nine weeks, ten weeks, the, the, the story been different. So it's like neither guy chose to call cap on it. Neither guy chose to call out none of these writers, especially Bud. All the, all but the again, people that was doubting But that's Bud. what I'm saying. Why can't both things be true? Why can't? there still be that option to get out in writing by saying, yo, I can't make it. And then now we, we got to talk no, money. No, I mean, it can't, it, like, that can be true. But literally, if that is true, then the first part is, like, null and void. It don't even matter. Win, win lose, or draw. Don't nah, even matter. it do matter because, again, you wanted at 47, so now I got to appease you. I got to give you something, some concession I got to make because I can't make it. Feel me? I think it still works the same, bro. It's not a big deal. I mean, I don't, I don't see, I don't, I don't I, see how you're correlating this with the fight not happening, though. Like this is so what? weird to you that the, you like this. No, fight no, ain't no, happening. no, no. It ain't that the shit's been a secret. It's just the fact that before he lost, he said he can't make forty-seven. After making forty-seven for the final time with Butt, 
He's after he stepped on that scale. Yeah, but he said I can't do it no and more. And I get you, Danny, but I feel like you're reading way too much into his words when we just seen Jamel Charlo come out and said, or insinuate, should I say, clearly insinuate that Earl was not running, or not running enough. And how do you lose weight? Running. That's the number one thing for a fighter. Your own stablemate who thought you was gonna win is now saying, I'm going to run so I'm not huffing and puffing like Earl was. I don't know, bro. Like, I mean, yeah, you don't. You only want to believe Earl's words. No, I mean, I want to believe that I saw the same guy training at a different gym while in Vegas. So it's like, how much was you watching training when, bro, I saw you at Mayweather's with Jawan. I saw you there. You was at Mayweather's with Jawan. You went over there for the all-access pad work and boop, 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 boop. Champ, you was at Mayweather's with Jawan. But you don't so, have Earl's schedule the way that Jamel does. So No, you, I you, don't have you happen to any see him, schedule. You happen to see Jamel at, at Mayweather's. That doesn't mean that he wasn't at another gym with uh, Earl. It doesn't mean that he didn't spend numerous hours with Earl for fight week. Or it doesn't mean that he doesn't have information. I, none of that leads me to believe that he's fishing. So you, I mean, what so, he knows, so he, saying, knows he knows because he knows it. The rematch happens. Then. I'm saying whatever Jamel knows, but he knows it because he knows fuck, it. Fuck all that. I'm saying just your thoughts. Do you think the rematch happens? Yes or no? Um, so far, yeah, I don't see. Okay. I haven't. Earl side, you know, I spoke to his manager and they told me Earl wants the rematch. Earl wants the rematch. You know what I mean? Um, so. You know, just they, wanted to thoughts. They confirmed too you know, that uh, you know, again. Derek is still part of the team and they rocking out. No, so. look, bro, I didn't expect him to leave Derek. Been with him for his pretty much his whole career, right? At least as a professional. Uh, I didn't expect him to not want the rematch. But I do expect uh bro, I'm gonna be honest with you, it's just kinda like a bit of common sense, right? In the sense that it's like, yo, I beat this dude so easy. I don't want to do it again. Let's make it to where he doesn't want to do it again. Mm-hmm. Not that we ducking him. Not that we scared. Not that the seven pounds going to do anything extra for him. But it's like, yo, bro, I'm, I'm really, I'm, it's, yo, the clock is ticking. I'm really going to do that? I'm really going to sit here, spend 10 or 12 weeks of my life, putting it all on the line away from my family just to beat his ass as easy as I did it again? Bro, it's the money. There, and they might not do the same back end, but they're going to get a guarantee. You Like, uh, Pacquiao Bradley had their guarantees for the rematch after the first fight. Before the first fight was done, we knew what Bradley was getting in that rematch. So, you know, they got to come up with Terrence's money if they want the fight. Whatever their guarantee is, whatever they agree to in that contract, they got to come up with that. They might not do 650000 bars. Man, look, this, this shit should have been like this. All right, look. Winner getting 65-35 or 60-40 in the rematch if it goes the distance. But if you get stopped, you got to do like an 80 Come on, man. You out here doing extra shit that ain't never been done. And I'm not saying it. we can't see a, a time in the sport where they, where they, you know, structure their contracts in that manner. But that's a little bit um, extra. You know, that's on some OTX shit. Let's start with OTX or at least implement knockout bonuses before we start implementing contracts 
that state, if you don't get the knockout, you can't activate a rematch or whatever you said. You know, I don't know. That's just like, you don't think it's unfair? I ain't saying nothing about a rematch uh, or activating a rematch. I'm saying uh, if it goes the distance, one can say it was competitive to an extent. If you get knocked out, you get knocked out. Like, And if you get knocked out, it means no rematch. No, that's not what I said, bro. I just said you get less. Less like, money, of course. I mean, why do we? Why are we? I, I, I mean, isn't that how it like typically works? Yeah, it's not on paper, but it's like, bro, if I get knocked out nine times out of ten, I'm gonna get called to go lose over here. I or, mean, or, or I'm gonna get an opportunity over here. Like we literally just seen what you call it get a get get a get get a decision win over over Truck Simpson, right? And somebody's like, damn, if Truck would have won, we would have seen Truck and Troy I'm like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I'm like, that guy has five losses. He costs significantly less than what would have been an undefeated prospect. Two uh, undefeated prospects. I'm, I'm just saying, bro, uh, majority of the world doesn't really have interest in seeing the rematch. I found it interesting that this came out. I don't think that that really affects the rematch happening. I don't think it does happen. Look, we, you know, again, we heard uh, Steven say they're not really looking for it. Me finding this weird and me thinking it's just two separate things. I, I did find it. I do find it weird. It took seven, eight weeks for this shit to become public knowledge. Um, but it's just part of the, I don't know, I guess attempt and negotiation. Because I don't think it's going to happen. I feel like it was so one-sided. Um, if it does happen... Unfortunately, I would like it to happen at a higher weight class. And the only reason I say unfortunately is because I still don't want to see it happen at 154. Like, I just think it, it's better at 154 because of Bud and what he wants to do. It's like, I want you to fight the winner of Charlo and Canelo. I do. So why not help you be better prepared for that and... Let's start moving up to 168. It's because y'all got a problem comprehending. Uh, Steven Nelson broke it down very clear. He said, Bud's goal is to be three-time undisputed and make history by moving up three divisions. He still would be doing that. He ain't winning no title at 54. He still would be moving up three weight classes. How? You're already campaigning there. I mean, he ain't win no title there, though. It's still a three-way class jump. I mean, you're I making mean, new rules, bro. Cool, cool, cool. So, 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 I <laughs> no, look, but... So, all but, the prospects nah, at 54, nah, I mean, they're not bro, there because they didn't win a title. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, people were saying Mikey moved up two divisions and he had already won a title at 40, but they're like, oh, well, he's campaigning at 35, so you got to give him credit for what he's... What have you done for me lately? It's like, bro, it don't really matter. Motherfucker already won a title at 40, been at 40, Fought at 40. Cool. Cool. So, like, I'm, I'm confused. Why not Why not take a fight there, though? It's like, what are people going to remember? That you took They're a tune gonna up? They're going to remember that, that you, you took moved a tune up three or, straight weight or classes. Or that you was three times undisputed. That you moved up three straight so weight not classes that, not, to not, do it. Not that you became three times undisputed. That you moved up three straight to do it. So that you, you is think you think that'll be remembered more than the three time undisputed? I think it won't ever 
Do you more think than, it'll I be, think more than likely it will never be replicated. Do you think it'll be remembered more than Three Time Undisputed? Absolutely, because oh, wow. it will never be replicated. For the next person to come and be Three Time Undisputed, it's always going to be said, but Crawford moved up from 47. So for you to say, oh, wow, is because you're not thinking. Bro, I You just, can't do something I done and don't say how the fuck I did it. Right. Thank you. I mean, nobody's ever done two times, so for... For we for us to talk about three times is just shit. Like, I'm I'm just looking at it like we we not gonna see it. So when it's all said and done, people to me it's like I don't think it's gonna be how it was done. I think it's gonna be the fact he's the only one that did it. Nah, right now that they tried to diminish his first undisputed because of how it was done. Yeah, but you got to think about the name. So now it's but like he got names point. this time. But he has names. He this got time. one name this time. Charlo, when have Canelo Charlo's a name? Oh, so. I'm talking about Earl. And before, they didn't even want to give him credit for his undisputed. Well, we're talking three times, so it would be the winner of Canelo Charlo plus Earl. So, yeah, so he got names. Look, I'm not going to argue what he wants. It's what he wants. You feel me? You want him to want something else? No, no, no. I don't want him. I mean, I don't want him. That's, that's according to Steven. I'm just saying, at the end of the day, his goal is to be three-time undisputed. It's according to Steven, who was, who was, who was, uh, you know, professional enough to say that anything zoo-related, he would have to go back and talk to Crawford. So what he said before that was on behalf of Crawford, what Crawford and him have spoken about. Crawford's goal is to create history by moving up three divisions, not just being three-time undisputed anymore. That's how they preferenced it, not me. No, he said know, he don't want to just do that anymore. So, so can we so can we just agree that before that tweet came out and before the WBO, it's an interview. Hold on, hold on, no, no, it's an okay, interview. whatever interview, whatever. I mean, because maybe if you bro know it's an interview, you understand that there's way more context and to whatever it is and, that you think is a tweet. But bro, but that's great, but. It ain't about the tweet. It's about what they say that they wanted. So maybe I'm confused, but I could have swore that they was trying to go after Charlo at 54 before the WBO came out and said that he was being stripped on September 30th. What's a greater accomplishment, Danny? Jesus Christ. I hate when you get into these, like, fucking whirlwind it ain't arguments. No whirlwind, Just answer bro. the question. It ain't no what is a greater accomplishment? Me. Beating Jamel Charlo... At 54 for three-time undisputed or moving up three straight divisions and beating the winner of Charlo Canelo for three-time undisputed? Answer the question, please. The greatest, the greater accomplishment? Yes. I would say Canelo for sure, yeah. Just Canelo? Not the fact that he's moving up three straight divisions at a high weight disadvantage? What the fuck is wrong with you? You, you always extend Bro, arguments I'm just saying, for no reason. So, so we cannot agree that he, so he was never trying to go after that. Brother, who gives a flying right, fuck? Bro. The All man right, told right, you he's changed right, his mind right, and his new I'm goal is well, to no, move no, up Steven three divisions. I, I got to go watch the Bud interview. Yeah, I, go watch I, it. That's I why hear... you're arguing something you didn't even fucking see. Well, you said the Steven you went was off the interview. A tweet. No, you said the Steven was an interview. Which you didn't see. Cool, but I'm, I said I have to go watch the Bud interview. I ain't mentioned Steven, and I said Bud interview. And I said before the Steven thing, 
They was talking 54 undisputed. It was undisputed regardless, bro. That's all because I'm saying. Because Charlo was not being stripped. Of course, of course. Lord, how of how course. is it this hard to comprehend the motherfucker not, changed his goal because my man said got that. stripped? I literally said that. I, I said before the WBO. But you want, me to, you want me to say on air, yeah, he did want 54. Say it. No, Didn't no. Didn't he want 54? I, he wanted, he, he bro, wanted three-time undisputed. Like, no, it's not 54. That. It's that he wanted three-time undisputed. You did That's use all. the words 54. You did use the words Charlo. You did of say course. he wanted Charlo. Bro, but I'm saying... The fuck, bro? So, was he talking three-time undisputed at 68 off the jump? No. Was, okay, then. That's it. But what is your point My with point that? is that the ultimate goal for him after beating Spence was to you be three-time undisputed. Look at the undisputed. words he's choosing to use. This dude's a big-ass idiot. He's choosing bro, to he use the be. fucking words ultimate. The motherfucker told you moving up three divisions to fight the winner of is ultimate. He wants to change it. You want to change it. Fuck out of here, man. Shit is ridiculous. Every day is the same goddamn thing, making arguments extra for no goddamn reason. You mad that the man got a new goal. You want to lie and diminish that fighting Charlo at 54 would be greater than. No, the fuck it won't. Moving up, three divisions, the world saying, you too small, greater than. Greater than. Fucking having meaningless motherfucking arguments for no goddamn reason. Then you want to get mad and walk off. Shit's silly. Grown-ass men acting silly, man. We're going to take calls, man. 1425 569 52 fucking 41. Cincinnati, what up? That's what's up. How's my audio, my man? Straight. Um, I really don't got no comment on this. I, I, like I said, like I've been saying. 154, 147, this rematch ain't going to look much different. It's going to be another bloodbath. So I don't know if maybe Arrow didn't put the um, notification in that he couldn't make 147 was because he didn't plan on taking the rematch. I don't, I don't know. Like I said, that just shows you that we can't always go by what YouTubers say and these narratives these people paint to try to make a dollar off of. We gotta wait till the fighters come out or representatives of the fighters come out and let us know what's what. Cause for the longest we've been thinking that the winner thought chose the wait, wait for the next and that don't seem to be true. So we just can't always rush to conclusions and shit, I guess. But um, maybe Earl, maybe the, like I said, that's just a narrative that his fan base made that he couldn't make 147 no more and that he could. I don't know. But either way it goes, like I said, man, only way Earl is going to win this fight is, is if he comes to the ring with a gun and, and shoots Terrence Crawford in the fucking head because if he don't blow his fucking brains out, he doesn't stand a chance. So, like I said, 147, 154 is going to be more the same. Like, it's not going to be much of a difference. I don't think this fight is going to have any casual commercial appeal. Why wow, you can bet your bottom dollar that the pay-per-view buys is going to be cut in like half, if not more. So from a financial standpoint, from a competitive standpoint, there's just really no reason for this rematch to happen. It's not going to make the money. The gate is not going to do what it did. 
um, he don't deserve a rematch. Only reason why he's getting a rematch because he's got a good representation legally that put it in there for him. So yeah, I'm not too much. I'm not really too much interested in the rematch because I know what's going to happen. But if Arrow fans want to see it, if they want to hold on on that little glimmer of hope that he can do better the second time around, you know, all peace be unto you. But I know it's about to be another ass kicking that I'm really not interested in. So I'm probably not even going to watch it, to be honest, man. Shit, we, we deep into football season. That'll be around playoff time, NFL. Yeah. Y'all can have that. If y'all want to see another shellacking, y'all can have that. But I'll probably be out doing something else. But I'm going to let you get to some other callers. Let me ask you, what what is the greater accomplishment? Beating Charlo at 54 for undisputed, three-time undisputed at 54, moving up one division from 47 to 54, or is the greater accomplishment to move up three divisions from 47 to 68 for the winner of Charlo Canelo? Oh, it'll obviously, it'll obviously be moving up three divisions. Okay. Shit, that's thank you. Yeah, that's that's easy. That's mm. easy. You know, we've got four divisions. No, that'll be a fourth division. We got a. My bad. My bad. Go ahead. I said, I mean, him moving up to one fifty four. That would be like his fourth division. We've seen four division champions already. So, I mean, for him to move up to one sixty eight, shit, that's unheard of. Like. Mm. So that'll be just some uh, some crazy shit if he can accomplish that. All right, champ. Some other That's colors, the bell. Man. Let me get to what looks like Connecticut. Talk to me. Yo, you know Yo. I gotta fix my headset real quick. Hold on, that's typical. You know I'm in the truck every day. Hey, yo, I would. I want first. I want to touch on what you and Danny got heated about. I don't think, I don't know, but correct me if I'm wrong, Danny. If you was, I don't, I hope he wasn't debating that uh, it would be more impressive for him to be Charlo or even in the same ballpark. Obviously, moving up to be Canelo, that's that's not even a debate. Any, that's, I don't, so I don't think that was Danny's point. Can y'all even hear me? I hear you. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know if that was his point. I don't think it's his point. Danny, you ain't working right now. You're not on the, you not on the mic. Nah, he outside. Nuts made you that mad. Mm-hmm. Damn. You gotta stop screaming at that man. <laughs> Bro, nobody <laughs> understands what he was talking about. You feel me? You but arguing? Anyways. You arguing about a 54 accomplishments that's not greater than that? You calling it the ultimate when but the I'm... man told you what's ultimate? Like the shit making no sense. Nobody getting it. I ain't nobody yelling at him. He, let me argue. I'm yelling let, out let, loud because I can't understand him, and I don't get why we gotta argue about dumb shit every day. I, 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 you're passionate, right? So I already know how you get down. It's not. I know you're not really like yelling at him, but um, I got a friend like that too, and I'll be like, "Yo, shut the fuck up." Yeah. But anyways, let let me argue for him though. Um, I think I hope he was trying to say that if um it's if he fights Arrow at 54 before he goes up to fight Canelo, that that one fight at 54 is like doesn't really matter. Like he's still gonna get the same credit for going up to 58 to beat bruh, Canelo. But you won't. He, but you won't. That's what I'm saying. We can't make rules up for Danny's argument. 
Anybody that is at 154 pounds, the way that we phrase that is he is campaigning at 54. You can't just fight at 54 and because you didn't win a title, move up three and say you moved up three to bit. That's a lie. And we and we sitting here making up lies. Like what the fuck? If you fight at 54, you at 54. Yeah, technically you're right, but technically, why is we why are we not dealing with technically then? Now you want to change what's what's law. Technically, you're right, but let no, me tell you this to other shit. Was law. And bill me if we go over, because I want to rebuttal. Do your thing, champ. Uh, no, we're not changing what's technical. The point is, is that in history, when it gets mentioned, we're we going to... And then you jumped out to be connected. They're gonna, all we're going to remember the fact that he went from Undisputed at 47, honored his rematch, and then went up there and beat Canelo next. Like, that little small detail is not going to affect his legacy. Even if technically he did three divisions, technically he did two because he fought champ, one time in the division. Champ, the that's same not thing. Be the a same thing. The same thing I told Danny when he tried to say that. So, when the next man comes and becomes three time undisputed, did Crawford do it greater than by jumping up three divisions? Will that always be remembered and talked about? Because when the next man do it, he ain't do it like Crawford, right? So it's forced to be talked about. Y'all lying to win an argument. You 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 trying to say we're it's not, the same. We're not lying. You it's are. One little fight it is not the same. It is not the same. It is not the same. It's not the same. So stop saying that. Both of y'all both of y'all said that. It's the same. It's not. Don't use that word. It's not the same. I'm not saying it's the same. I'm not gonna stand on it's it's the same, but it's so minor that it's not to really you. going to affect to you. The, his, his it's minor to yeah. you. It's minor to you because you ain't never been punched in the face. You ain't never been in the ring to tell a man that if he moves up three full divisions, it's the same or it's minor. You dudes are disrespectful, man. No, nah, but that one fight against Spence, come on. All right, but all right, we'll move on from that, all right? Uh, you obviously could build me. Let me um like, get this last little shit in. Um, what the, the, our caller previously, he was saying that he don't want to see the fight. And he'll go out and do whatever, live his life. I don't know why y'all feel like that because I know the dude, he got spanked, but we've been waiting for this for so long. And he got spanked like he did. Don't, like, I want to see it again. I'm like, I can't, I'm still in shock. I don't believe it, but I, it happened. Like, like I, I want to see but if Spence could do better. And I feel like Crawford beat him so perfectly, so. So great, like he can't do no better than that. Spence has, Spence has to do better than the first time. You can't get beat no worse than that. And I said that before, and I mean, but he's not gonna get knocked out in the first, second round. I believe he'll do better. We all invested. This was the fight for the last like five, seven, eight. This nigga been. They were talking about this fight since I was in fucking high school. Like this fight has been something for a while. 
Now, it didn't get live up to the hype. I would love to see it again. I do think Spence could do better, and I do believe it can be competitive and let everybody skip out on this fight, and it'd be a great fight, and y'all niggas miss history. But I'll be a part of it. That's all I really wanted to get in, like, and I'll send my fight out. All right, man. All y'all need to shut the fuck up with that soft shit. I don't want to hear about shit how I spoke, motherfucker. Maybe we won't get upset at each other if we listen to each other, if we stop arguing about dumb shit. You feel me? You want to change a man's words. That's just the bottom fucking line. Fuck out of here. Y'all a bunch of cornballs. Jay Billy, what up? Yo. Yo. Yes, sir. Shout out Ness. Shout out Danny putting in that work. But Ness, uh, I think you misunderstood Charlo at the beginning of that All Access when he was talking about y'all got me breathing like Errol Spence. He was talking about Spence on the All Access. He didn't want them to have him, you know, breathing hard at the beginning, like while he running. You feel me? That's why he was like, you know, I'm going to sound like a lion. I think you need to go back and look at it, but I just don't want nobody to think you're trying to push a narrative when you really just misunderstood it. So if you go back and look at it and, and think about it in that context, I think you'll see like, oh, okay. You feel me? Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, uh, regardless of if we want to see the rematch or not, Spence is do that. You know what I'm saying? He's a champ. And either way, I feel like, do you feel like how Bud did Spence was more shocking than how Ruiz did Joshua? Do I think like, think, like, like, think in a moment without hindsight, like, okay, we know what Joshua is now. Like, try to think in a moment of what no, Joshua No, no, because that was more competitive, bro. Joshua dropped him too. That's why I can't compare. No, but two, go ahead and run my calls together because I sent that CP. Nah, but, nah, uh, I, 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 I never hit the bell, man. My bad. That was the old bell. I bet. But, uh, nah, but nobody gave Ruiz the chance before to beat Joshua. Like, it was 50-50 with this. But it don't matter. But... <laughs> Yo, y'all be wanting to change black and white. It can't be compared. Spence ain't getting no knockdown. Nah, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. He did get a knockdown. But, too, at the end of the day, he still do that rematch, and we don't know what's going to happen. With this boxing shit, we don't know what's going to happen. Anything could have been wrong with Spence. I'm not trying to, like, give him no outs or anything like that, but, you know, it's possible. So, I feel like, you know, let's just see the rematch. We don't know what's going to happen because it's, it's impossible with this boxing shit. So, you feel me? 147, 154, and if it's really like that, what you laughing at? A super chat, I got to read. I'm telling you, it, motherfuckers, is, it, they be trying to take sides, but it's lack of comprehension. It's lack of comprehension. You know, that wasn't Danny's argument, and that wasn't what we were arguing about. My man over here talking about that Danny was saying Buzz should take it at 54 to get acclimated to 68. Since he's already planning a fight at 154, he never said it would be a bigger accomplishment. You took it left. 
And I stood on my two and kept saying, the man said he don't want to do that. The man said he wants to move up three divisions. And what did he keep doing? But he should move up because it would be better. He would get acclimated. I mean, it's only one fight. I mean, it ain't going to mean nothing. I mean, it still could be three times. No, 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 no. They told you no. So we arguing for no reason. They said no. You want to make something that ain't there, there. And you want to send $10 to agree with someone that didn't comprehend and your dumb ass ain't comprehend either. I'm arguing that the 54 is null and void because the man said no. The man said his goal is to move up three motherfucking divisions. So anything else you say doesn't goddamn matter. It just don't matter. End the story. So, Ness, you basically, you basically feel like he activating the rematch or he taking the rematch hoping that Spence is going to not take the fight so he can move up. And fight Canelo. I also never said that. Danny insinuated that. No, I'm asking. I'm, I'm, no, I'm asking. Nah, I mean, I, he's activating his fucking claws, and if he gonna fight him, he gonna fight him. It's on Earl. The ball is in Earl's court. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. He already missed his time, according to, to 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 Crawford. He missed his time to activate and and write in in writing and say that he couldn't fight at 47. So it's a wrap. Dudes is just mad. Yeah, man. Yeah, you ain't wrong. But yeah, man, I still want to see the rematch. I don't, I don't care. I still want to see the rematch. These still my two favorite fighters. This can still be, uh, uh, you know, I don't know, a good trilogy. We don't know what's going to happen in a rematch. And for us to say, you know, what's going to happen, like, we're not, we, we don't see into the future, so... Tony T, Let's comprehension is key. See, you and I watched the same interview and you didn't even comprehend it. Steven Nelson did not say it's an option. He said before he said anything about Zoo, he would have to talk to Crawford because Crawford never mentioned nothing about that. It's in the fucking interview. And I repeated that over and over. Y'all need to watch the interview. Y'all going off of tweets. Watch the motherfucking interview. Everybody want to take sides. Go watch the goddamn interview. Sit. Yeah, man, y'all keep on putting in that work. I don't know, I might type, type back in. All right. I'm actually going to go to my fucking history to give y'all the name of the interview. Because it's like, sad. There it goes. Terrence Crawford, childhood friend reaction to Earl Spence. Marco Boxing. Go check it out, man. Stop talking out your asses. General Camino. General Camino. Nike Hendricks. Shouts out to the boxing boys. Shouts out Nez, Danny, the squad, 
chat, listeners, everybody. Um, the big accomplishment, yeah, I say going to 168 because he moved up in the division. Now, what I was was thinking, you know what I'm saying? I really, myself, I wanted the fairy tale dream. But we got this Canelo fight. I really wanted him to go to fucking 154, get undisputed, then try to get undisputed against Canelo at 168. But you get what you get. And we got what we got. So, you know, we got this fight September 30th. You know, Spence, he just got to do what he got to do. The rematch is activated. Everybody, like the last caller, Jay Billy, was like, I ain't giving out no out. But, you know, once you hear that word, but, there's an out. No matter He said he's not giving out an out, but, you know, some might have been wrong with Spence. That's an out. You just gave him an out. That's that's like that's why I said like yesterday. I'm not saying Canelo's slowing down because I'm not about to diminish Charlo's victory if he wins it. So shit, ain't one none wrong with Spence. He got his ass whooped that night by the better man. So hey, it is what it is. So Spence better get ready if he wants this get back. Try to do what he can do. If he can't, he gonna get his ass whooped again. And like the same with Canelo. Canelo ain't slowing down. He's looking good to me. So if he win, it ain't no, oh, they ain't going to say, well, Canelo is going out the door and he won. They're going to say Canelo is still the man to face the box and that dude. Now, if Charlo win, it's old Canelo is diminishing. He's getting old. He's on his way out. I don't want to hear that shit. So it is what it is. Everybody get prepared for where it's going to go down. We got these good fights coming up. We got Canelo about to fight. We got the uh, Shakur fight coming. We got the Haney fight. We don't need no, the Tank announcer fight yet. Nah, not Tank. Yeah. We'll not see yet. when he announced. We got a lot of fights coming. We got Andrade. We got some fights, man. So Boston had a good play. But it's not your time. Um. CYP. Hello. Hello. We a little hot. I like it that way. I like it like that. Man, hold on a second. You breaking I, up I, a I, bit. I was doing some discovery. You know, like, God damn, because I'm at this gym, and they be putting me on this punk-ass Wi-Fi. I'm, I'm about to go to the phone. Come back to me. General Camino trying you. If you're on Blog Talk, don't forget you gotta press one at least once. Yo, nice, what's good? Chilling. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, bro, this the situation is crazy. It's another situation where you know, this is why boxing is lame, bro. It's lame sometimes because. They don't give us no information. They let us speculate on shit for months and then <laughs> pop out with some new shit. Like, this shit is really crazy to me. Because I'm looking at it like if if all it was was Arrow had to write, oh, I can't make 147, why didn't he just do that? They get to fight at 154 and get it going. But, Chan, and then that's if you go because there, you and everyone else are assuming he can't make the weight. Because he looked the way he looked, 
Y'all think he can't make the weight because he said what he said. Y'all think he can't. Maybe after the fight, he assessed and said, man, maybe it was this and not that. Because why wouldn't he and activate I it? Why wouldn't he send it in writing if he really can't make 147 no more? Or, and does, I understand or is that. he walking away from the fight by not by not writing it? See, but that's what I'm saying. Because if you go to his Instagram, he got 154-pound shark in his bio. So it just, it's weird. Like, all this shit not adding up. That's what I'm saying. Boxing is lame sometimes because fighters say I mean, one Chan, thing, the promoters Chan, say another thing. You don't and think then we that's never adding get up? What, what, what's one plus one? I mean... He got 154 in his bio. The contract state he had to say he can't make 47. Do it sound like the fight's happening? No, exactly. but let me finish. <laughs> you got to let me finish. He said he, he, he had to write to them. His bio says one thing, but he also activated the rematch. And by activating the rematch and not writing that you can't make 147, the rematch is at 147. Exactly. So then from here... So then if from here, if you now say, oh, I can't make 147, I'm not fighting, you look like a duck by way of how the contract is set up. You look way crazier than just sending in that letter and saying you can't make it and seeing if Crawford would be willing to do the 154. Because if Arrow wrote that in, is Crawford now in a position where he has to fight at 154? No, I, or think, is it more I think it's more negotiation time now, right? Like Because he still won... But that's what Danny was saying. We don't know because we were told one thing. We were told it was as simple as the, the winner saying what um, weight he wanted to. Now we're finding out the winner can say that, but the loser can also still say he can't make the weight formally in writing. So who knows if there would have been a secondary step after that as well. And that's why I'm saying shit is lame. Because there's too many question marks. Like, now we on this. Well, Arrow didn't write it in. So who knows if, like, bruh, what's well, the Well, this fuck? is what LRB says. But this is what LRB, like, y'all not supposed, we not supposed to know this. Like, why do you want to know this? Because we know it in every other sport. I'm going to be honest. Like, we have a good idea of how shit goes in every other sport. So I think from there. Well, you don't have an idea thing. of the contract. And that's what you don't know here. You knew that there was some terms to a contract, but you don't have the idea of the contract. We don't know the fine print. Like, that's that's a term that's been in contracts forever. Like, for us to assume that just because one sport is a little more public than another, that we know about the contract when it's legally, when it's le legitimately a legal document that's going to have thousands of words. Like, bro, we just don't know what's on these pieces of paper. So then we should stop doing shows on this shit then. Because we wasting our damn time. Well, we doing shows on whatever we can get. Whatever information is revealed, like today, or rather yesterday, he revealed, yo, Earl had to write in writing. We get it the way we get it because we're not privy. This sport isn't the NFL. But I don't think that they would give you all the verbiage in a contract either. It's a legal you document. You like this roller coaster, man. You really like this roller coaster, bro. I'm just being honest. It's a legal document. Now I feel you. Like, why would anyone show you their legal document? <laughs> just think about honestly, that. Honestly, I would just say for more clarity, like, obviously, it's not, we don't get the full legal documents in other sports, but we just get a little bit more clarity. I think that's what I'm looking for sometimes in boxing. Like, 
a little bit more clarity on what's really going on. There's so much secrecy. I mean, Dan, I, I said this on the show before. If a kid woke up one day and said he wanted to be a boxer, he couldn't go online and figure out what these dudes actually make. I mean, he, he, would, have an, he would have an understanding. He would have an understanding. He can certainly... Barely. You can certainly come up with an understanding. No kid is just going to Google salary. They're going to they're gonna get brought to the sport by a certain fighter, and that's the first fighter they'll Google. You know? We were brought by Mayweather. But even then... And the next generation will be brought by whoever. fighter or a contender, then he may not even get access to that. There's a... We only know about the top dudes. No, that's and not probably true. probably a lower level. That's not true. Here. That's not true. The contenders, we know they're paid more than we know the top dudes. Contenders pays be out there all day. We knew Big Baby made 7500 to fight the insurance salesman. You just don't care because it ain't $7,500,000. Oh, that's a good point. I'll give you that. I ain't going to argue that. But, yeah, man. Ah, very confusing sport we're in right now. The roller coaster of it all is a little annoying on a good day. But, hey, shout out to the community. Thanks for taking my call, everybody. Have a good day. Mike Hicks, $2 cash app. Moving up three divisions to fight Canelo Trump's Charlo fight. Uh, Majid Counterpunch. Majid, Majid is right here. Yo, yo, you can hear me? Perfect. That's what's up. Um, Everybody need to like the video, subscribe to the channel, join YouTube members and Patreon for something. Um... You already know how I feel about this shit. Like, all these niggas on here acting like niggas supposed to be loyal with words and all that shit. When a nigga make you wait five, six years to even get a motherfucking fair shake, nigga, all that shit is out the motherfucking window. So, Ness, this ain't, this, this one I ain't understanding. Like, all right, so once Charlo decided to make that, well, once he made the fight with fucking Canelo or took the fight, however you want to word the shit, the WBO decided that, that dub, um, that that strap, he ain't about to have that shit no more. You know what I'm saying? So now Zoo and whoever the fuck he gonna fight, well, he elevated whatever the fuck about to happen. Charlo will not be undisputed no more. So if he, if, this is like a simple shit to me. If a nigga is not undisputed no more, you know what I'm saying? They they fight in what less than twelve days, something like that and shit. Like if he's saying that whether Charlo lose, you know what I'm saying? Or even if he just decide to go back down, it won't be undisputed. It'll be for three belts, some Errol Spence shit. Same, same amount of belts, you know what I'm saying? Like, why is it so motherfucking hard for people to understand that this nigga say he'd rather fight the winner, even if that 168 so he could achieve his goal? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, everybody make goals, you know what I'm saying? Trying to get to wherever they trying to get to with their greatness, like you. When you was living in motherfucking Jersey, you was asking for more shit. You know what I'm saying? You was even uh in Florida. I, I hope I get my studio and blah, blah, blah. You got all that shit. Who the fuck were we to say, oh, yeah, Ness dreaming too big? You know what I'm saying? Because you accomplished that shit. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just not understanding. It's like these niggas is calling in trying to find a way to blame Crawford for some shit instead of looking at this shit like as clear as they putting it out. Like that last caller is fucking confused about a nigga using a leverage if if... Spence can't make 147. Why the fuck did he have that shit in the contract if he lose? You know what I'm saying? Like, stupid is it, stupid does. So I feel like a lot of these people, like, they they true haters. and They calling in here trying to make sense to you and shit. But it's some straight man fan shit. The nigga lost, and now he lost his leverage. You remember all that big fish and shit? Wasn't that shit created to brag about him having everything and another nigga not? 
Now that the streets, now, now, now that this shit is turned over or whatever, niggas is mad. They saying fight Tim Zoo, fight Boots and all this shit. This nigga is trying to get to the bag. You remember, uh, what, last year or whatever, you were saying that, yeah, maybe he should fight Triple G at 160. If he can't figure nothing out, that's what the fuck I'm asking for. Go ahead and fight that nigga on his last fight out or whatever at 160 so you could get acclimated if you're going to do something. Get that motherfucking money. But all this shit people doing, they just trying to find people that's lesser than the big fights that he asking for, the history that he trying to make or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Just to see if Crawford really that dude or him to lose something. But this shit is mad pathetic because, come on, man. For one, I don't want to count Charlo out. Respect to him getting his opportunity. But if motherfucking Canelo win, what is wrong with the nigga motherfucking wanting to fight Canelo for all the straps to make that history that he calling for? You know what I'm saying? I, I think these people just need to get that hater shit out their blood. And, and and just stop this shit because it sounds very weird. All these niggas calling in trying to make weird ass fucking points. The nigga want to make history. Three three way like three times um undisputed or whatever. And the only one that seeming like they could offer that shit is Canelo. If you look at the landscape from one forty seven and up, if he beat Charlo, you know what I'm saying, or Charlo if he beat Canelo. So that's the only way he accomplished that dream. So I'm just not understanding. Like, these niggas got to get out their feelings, bro, because that, that, they ain't fan of boxing. They fan of man with these type of, these logic. But shout out to you. We appreciate the show. Thank you, and I'm out. Appreciate you, champ. Let me see here. Looks like we got two counters. First one. You may feel like it's your time. Trying to check timestamps on these shits. It came back to back like that. Yeah, uh, I don't see J. Billy, so J. Mac, J. Mac. No, can you Yep. Let me do this kind of punch and then ask me about what my call. I want to the things. All right. I think boxing fans like many other people, that's the only time I do. You don't sound good, J Mac. Well, you sound like you're on speaker. Yeah. Yo. I sound better? Way better. All right. All right. Can you stop restart my clock? All right. With uh, boxing fans, the only time I agree with Mr. Monopoly and Lena Ellaby is uh, that statement. I don't get why we always try to dissect something that we don't have information or have the full understanding, perspective, contract, and what have you. Like, I don't get why we, we, we argue about that. Like you said earlier, Ness, as boxing fans, we're so desperate for information. We take anything they say, forget about everything that was said, forget all our logic to make common sense, knowing that they got uh, the fight got to settle negotiations, they got to talk to their team and all that. And we take business pieces and run with it that supports our narrative and what we want or what we want it to be. And yes, we're entitled to our perspectives, but I think we run wild with our perspective. Uh, as far as you and Danny argument earlier, um, from what I understand, I do agree with you. Danny argues about shit that does not make sense to me. That's what I used to get frustrated with him, especially when he used to cut my call off. So I can argue about something that don't make no sense on what I want to talk about. Um, but uh, 
Well, you'll have a, a CYP discovery guy come along. If Bud moved up to 154 in Fort Arrow, instead of fighting him at one, instead of fighting Canelo, I'm sorry, if, if Bud moved up in Fort Can uh, Arrow at 154, that'd be two weight divisions instead of three, instead of doing it from 147. So like Bud said, what he meant to, or what he said, or what he wanted to do history, uh, or whatever the word you want to use, he said he wanted to move up and do something nobody did and fight, uh, move up three-way classes. Um, I think Bud put a tweet out there saying 180 and, and uh, say something about 180 and 168 looked like it to make. I always thought Bud did walk around at 170-some pounds. I mean, I was looking at him. I said, I think he can walk around. I think a lot of y'all think Bud walked around close to his weight. He may stay in shape, but I think he just lives the lifestyle early. But I think Bud can get up to 180 pounds. And maybe he might be rounded up, but I don't know where he's at. Um, that for us, the Cholo um, breeding thing, I, I agree with Jay Billy when he said, well, Ness, when, uh, when he said that uh, he don't want to sound like error. I think he just was speaking on how they recorded him. Not like saying he was out of shape or anything. It's just like, I guess the microphone was too close up on him or some shit while he was running. So I guess he said he didn't want to sound like that on camera. Um, trying to do a few things. Uh, first, the 147, 154, what Bud said, what Bud agreed to, what Stephen Nelson said. We got to hold it and, and keep it in context. And, and if we're going to take information, we got to get up all information and keep the context as well, too, and not run wild off of what our feelings and what our emotions want. Everybody ran wild because Spence said he would like to and prefer to move up to 154. That's probably was his goal after the bull fight. And they all start saying he was weight drained. He looked this way. That's he looked bad. that way. That's the bad. Right, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take my call. I'm gonna take my call, Ness. Right. Um, they all start saying he looked this way. He looked that way. Once again, I mean, you're entitled to see it how you want to, but that man ain't never said that. Y'all said that. And people like Brandon Maurice, I, I feel him when he say he don't want to see. I think he lying because I think he going to watch it. But I think to understand where Brandon coming from, me and Brandon, like, we always thought that Bud would fuck over Spence. Like, we never thought the fight was close. So people like us, when we say shit like, yeah, it's one-sided, it's going to be another ass-whooping. Yeah, I mean, we just always thought Spence could not fuck with Bud. And, I mean, we, we recorded on the show for years. Paul again, that Spence was not on Bud level. Y'all thought that was going to be a competitive fight. Y'all was surprised. Y'all bought into all the bullshit that was said about him this, him that. Bud didn't fight this. Bud didn't fight that. And all that. And that's what y'all ran around with. I saw it clear as day. I put $2,000 on it uh, as, as I betted with everybody that Bud would beat him. It just wasn't a close fight to me. I don't think Errol never had a foot speed, hand speed, head movement, balance, punching power. Anything counter punching, whatever you want to name it, to um, get in there and compete with Bud. But moving uh, for us, moving on to the next fight, it's gonna be the same result. I think Bud will do it in more fantastic form because I think he's gonna compete with the uh, rounds he went last fight. Um, shout out to Spence staying with his trainer. I think as fight fans, we should focus on the fighters fighting what we can actually see and gain. Let them do the politicking. Let them do all the business negotiations. And we are not managers. And so we need to stay the hell away from that because we're never going to understand something we don't have a full spectrum or fully understand or we're not sitting in the uh, rooms negotiating these fights. So it don't make sense for us to argue about it. I mean, that's pretty much all I had on that. <clears throat> I 
right. <coughs> <coughs> Y'all be watching this on YouTube. Hit that thumbs up. Saquon, what up? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Didn't you say you had another counter? No. Yeah. Uh, uh, no. Fellas, no. fellas, fellas. Uh, What's good, fellas? How y'all doing? How y'all doing today? <laughs> Straight. What's up, Jim? Yo, I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm feeling good, man. I, I'm listening to this. Okay, I know that y'all Bud fans. Okay, I'm just. I'm not trying to argue, and I'm not. I don't want to. I'm not in a position because my man lost. I'm not in a position to say nothing with confidence. But it seems like the Bud fans want to. It seems like the Bud fans want Bud to not work hard for undisputed. Now he had two. He had two belts when he fought at one forty. He only had one belt when he. He only had one belt when he fought against that's, Errol Spence. The, and now y'all want right him to. Go, y'all want him to have clock, no belts. That's the clock. That's the no. No, no. Y'all want him to have no belts when he fought against Canelo, so he could be three times undisputed. Is that what we saying? Yeah. Yo, how is this? How is this all-time great stuff, bro? I like mean, y'all fans are crazy. I mean, how I mean, is this all-time great fan stuff? Let me explain something that you obviously, I don't know, you obviously overlook. Anytime a man undisputes, they vacate their belts. Canelo's the only dude that's done three defenses. Devin has done two. Crawford's never defended undisputed because it's 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 that's the definition. I cleaned out the division. What the fuck? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna defend it now. So you asking him to do something that's unnecessary and you're trying to minimize it and make it a joke. And no, I am not doing that, bro. I, like are. I said, I you don't. Said, listen, listen, let me words. let me say this. Listen let me to your say. words. Mm-hmm. See, this is what y'all do. Y'all say something, then y'all want to take it back. You literally. I'm said, not taking nothing back. You are. Um, you I'm not taking said, nothing back, bro. You just said we want what him was to move call up. Him. What you was gonna call him? You you just said we want him to move up and fight now for a third time for undisputed without belts, as if as if he's yeah, doing something. Yeah, I'm saying you you guys are you guys are so something wrong. Any other champion has the right to activate their super champion status and fight another champion. But now you want to paint a narrative that Bud is doing something wrong, that he's moving up through. I'm not. No, listen, hold on. Let me let me be clear. Let me be clear. I I I said to y'all, I'm not a Bud fan. Okay. I said to y'all, I'm I can't speak with confidence because my man got beat up. All right. I'm coming. But I'm saying to you now is that when we have these undisputed talks, we can't just go a man with one belt. A man goes out and and does what Canelo does, goes out and get all four belts. A man like Spence goes out and gets three belts. And then one man comes in and and just fights him. And then he just becomes undisputed with no, he's he's undisputed. Yes. yes, Yes. But he has no, he he took no journey, no path. He didn't go against, he went against one man. To get it. That is the journey. His journey okay. was tougher. All right. okay. See, see, this is the thing. Isn't his journey tougher? Because he went at the, 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 the proven three belt champ that went on the journey beating champions. So Crawford's journey was tougher. You know. Can I? The, can, the, I the, can I? Can I address that? The can I address that? Let me finish. Let me finish. The champions that okay. Earl beat. The champions that Earl beat are obviously not as good as Earl. Because Earl beat obvious knee. I said obviously. Is <laughs> he what I said meant. Obvious. Is what I meant. That's the that's the cotton mouth for that Jardine. 
But listen, the, the champions that Earl beat are obviously not as good as Earl. So how could you say Crawford's journey was easier when he's got to fight Earl? I'm going to prove that. I'm going to prove that right now. I'm going to prove that right now. I'm going to prove that right now. Earl Spence beat, Earl Spence beat uh, Porter, right? It was a close fight. But Porter was in a way, Crawford was in a way tougher fight against Porter. But Crawford was Spence. So you can't say that it was a tougher, you can't say that when, when Spence beat Porter, that was just, that was not a tough role. Because when they, when they fought him, when, when, when Crawford fought him, it was a different fight, bro. Yeah, yeah. All I'm saying is that y'all, y'all diluting this, this undisputed stuff, man. A man can't just go out and face one dude and get all the belts and he still be in the same uh, 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 light as if a man who goes out and did what does what can does, bro. You're too grown. You're too grown to be holding on to this, bro. Like, give that. I am holding credit. on, but at least I admit it, bro. I am holding on, but at least I admit I'm holding on. But I can't allow y'all to just say all of this madness, bro. Uh, that's my call, man. I'm going back to listening, all right? All right. But listen, dog, that's the definition of a competition. Like, I don't get him. Like, if we on the court playing one on one, homies got next. It don't matter if I won seven straight, bruh. If homie fucking wins, I got to get off the court. And he's the king of the court now, and, and whoever else had next got to play him. I got to wait my turn. <laughs> Why we want to change shit, man? Malcolm, Damn. on the counter punch. My bad, I miss you, champ. What up? Hey, good morning, Ness. Good morning, Danny. Good morning, TBV. What up, hey, bro? Um... I missed uh, I missed most of the show. I just kind of tuned in on the tail end of you and Danny going back at it, and I just wanted to call in and say I agree with Danny. And when I nah, say we good, I agree, man, with... we good, man, we good, man, we going. Nah, hear me out. Listen, talk, man. I feel you, but what I'm saying is, when I agree with you, what I'm saying, what the point I agree with you on is that. I think Bud's ultimate goal is three times undisputed. I don't think he's necessarily looking up to go three weight classes to do it. So let me paint this picture. As I paint this picture, I want y'all to keep two facts in mind, right? So the first fact is, if let's say Canelo wins the fight against Jamel Charlo. The first fact is, Bud is not guaranteed that fight. You know, even, and so, and the second fact is Canelo has already expressed inhibitions about fighting, but so if, if Canelo was to win that fight, there's still David Benavidez over there. David, ben, he might, he might decide to fight David Benavidez instead. And I think at that point, Bud might think, okay, now the easiest route is the two fights at 154. So now that I, I think he's going to take his eyes off Canelo or if David Benavidez beats Canelo off David Benavidez, you know, they people fighting six men, he's not going to sit around and wait, you know, for them two to fight. And then the waiting period after that, Tim Zhu over here fighting every motherfucking week. You know what I'm saying? So it might be, and then you got to think, let me ask you one more. Let me ask you this question. How many fights do you think Terrence Crawford has left in him? Two. 
Two fights. Two fights. That's the problem. Okay. See, your whole call is based off your opinion and not the facts that are out there. The facts that are out there are that he wants to be the first ever. Those are the words. First ever to move up three divisions. They've said it clearly that if he can't get it, he can retire. You may feel like it's your time. <laughs> he can retire. Now, but but you're also time. forgetting this because you said it's fact that Canelo don't got to get him that fight, which is true. But you know what's also a fact? That, that, that Crawford is a super champion with the WBO without a doubt. He's always held the WBO. But now he's also a super champion with the WBC for being undisputed twice with the WBC, which means he could do what Devin Haney did, which means he could force the fight and force the world to watch Canelo duck him. Last, I would have to double check. I know for the WBC, uh, last time I checked, that only worked one division up and down. It ain't gonna okay. matter, bro. Listen, no, no, if no, Basile no, Lomachenko, I, I agree with you. Though. I agree with you. No, they they gonna every sanctioning body gonna give him the blessing Hell for that. Yeah. I if, agree if with Basile, you. If Basile I'm just saying, Lomachenko I'm just got saying the franchise made. I'm just saying what's on black and white. I'm pretty sure it's one division up and up and down. But I I a thousand percent agree. They all gonna bless it. Hey. But hold on, hold on. You sent ten dollars. You want your second call because you can roll. Well, he got three. He got the free one too. Listen, Malcolm. Another thing. Another thing, so since Danny you, said you it's on black it? and white, check it out, because I forget more boxing than y'all motherfuckers right, ever going to learn. It started, it started. I forget more than y'all ever going to learn. 2019, Eddie Reynoso asked for, for Canelo to move from one division all the way to Cruiser. Tell me that's only two divisions, because it's not. Tell me it's only one, because it's not. Tell me, because it's not. And he got approved. What year? I thought it was 2019. Listen, I just want to say one more thing. But you know what I'm, I'm talking about when he said I mean, if Makabu, think okay, cool. add the division. If you say in 2019, that is only one division because 2019 is when be, he became like heavyweight yeah, champion but I of just, the world. Yeah, but I just prefaced it with saying, I don't know when he said Makabu. So we talking Makabu cruiserweight. That's it. Canelo's never been one division away from cruiserweight. I mean, when he was like heavyweight champion of the world. He When, when, when they asked that, he didn't even fight Kovalev, did he? I mean, 2019, he beat Kovalev, but that was after, way after the fact, though. Absolutely. What, what, what month he fought Kovalev? So when when they when they what month he fought Kovalev? He fought Kovalev in November of 2000. Conference was in October, wasn't it? Bro, but you talking years later? That shit was like two years later. Is you kidding me? Shit was like it was at least it was it was at least a year. It was at least a year. It was yeah, Malcolm, we didn't even start your bell, it was, Malcolm. It was at least you started asked... the debate. Because, I mean, the, 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 the fact of the matter is, Eddie Reynoso has the preference. It's like law. Crawford could say, I, he I'm can a, find the facts and say. Keep in mind, I've already said three, four times I'm going to agree. No, I know. I'm saying for Malcolm that, you know, Crawford could, could, could say, look, for such and such year, you approve Canelo to, to be able to fight Macabre if he wanted to. I want the so, same just. And and just to remind you, thank you, CYP, uh, CYP Discoveries in the chat. Yo, <laughs> just to remind you, Eddie Reynoso uh, wanted it at a catch weight of 190. Still cruiserweight. Still cruiserweight, absolutely. Um, still only one division above with a catch weight, keep in mind. If it was at light heavyweight at the time. He's an undisputed champ. It might have not been at the time, but he had won the title there. So, like, does it matter? Is the Mikey situation like you said? 
he fought there, won a title, but we still gonna say he moved up too. Right, and you know we was on different sides of the fence. I felt he was moving up one division, <laughs> and then the world was like, ah, two divisions, ah. It's because he Mexican. They wanted man. to give him the super accomplishment. Yo, star Malcolm Scott. I hear, I hear him breathing like a dragon. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, well, the last thing I just wanted to say is, I just you said that you think Terrence Crawford has two fights left in him. I'm gonna paint an even crazier picture where he has three. Right. Mm-hmm. Let's say Canelo moves on to fight whoever next. David Benavidez, Boo Boo Andrade, if he wins. Whoever the fuck, you know, Canelo will pull somebody out of left field, whatever. So let's say Canelo goes on to stay the champion at 168 for the next two years. Meanwhile, Terrence Crawford beats Jamel and beats uh, Tim Zhu over the next year, year and a half or so. Then you have a scenario where he's one fight away from being four times undisputed. So I think it would make sense for him not to how wait. How did he become three time in your story? He beat he beat Jermail and he Jam- beat Tim. So how do I lose? So 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 what? It would be Tim first. Who would- it don't? Uh, yeah, let's say Tim first. Let's say all right. So let me, I'm I'm gonna tell you again. So. The next two years, let's say, all right, uh, Canelo beats Jamel in, 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 in September in 30th. Weeks. Yeah. Now, 10 months, 11 months after that, Canelo beats David Benavidez at 168. So Crawford hasn't fought. He, he's been out. So, yeah, he did fight because he wasn't going to wait. Once, once you know, he, he tried to negotiate with Canelo. Uh-huh. He saw Canelo... Canelo wasn't fucking with it. He was giving them bad numbers. Uh, So him and Zoo fight fight or negotiate and pick a date for when? Uh, fucking March. Of next year? Yeah. And then Canelo fights May of next year versus Benavidez? Yeah, sure. Okay, now what? Now, he fights, uh... He fights Jamel in uh, September. Char- uh, Crawford right? does. Crawford fights Jamel in September. Now he's Off three the loss? Off the loss? No, he beat Tim Zhu in no, March. No, champ. Oh, you saying you... So yeah. you're giving, so you giving Tim Zhu to Jamel, not to Crawford. No, I'm giving Tim Zhu to Crawford. Cause, I cause so Jamel that's what I'm saying. Off- so Jamel's coming off the loss to Canelo. And that's what so, he said. Yeah, so, so you want Crawford out to fight for a little while, loss? but he's still got those three belts at 154, so that's still a necessary fight but to be want, undisputed. At, but you want him to fight him off a loss? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Now, just want yeah, to remind you, you still got the you want to If you want to roll a third when you still got who the can, who can, Yeah, right, let me running, keep going. Running. Who cares? Who cares that uh, he's Crawford coming kid. off the loss? Crawford he still got kids. the three belts. Crawford kids, this is why these interviews are important. This is why these interviews are important. He no, cares. he's getting three times undisputed. He's not. He he already beat Tim Zhu in March. He's not gonna turn down fighting Jamel Charlo in September for three times undisputed just because Jamel's coming off a loss to Canelo. I that don't, don't even. Make no sense. I don't even know that. 
it makes sense if like why would Al serve up Jamel to Crawford? He because sees, he's the he sees the he threat. Got to the belt. He got and Jamel exactly. Jamel he lose the fight. The whatever. Jamel he got to defend. Check. That's still a big check with Jamel too. Jamel, hey, let me get back in there. What you mean? Bruh. That's the that's a big fight, People, and that's in let me, September. Let me, let me just and say then this. after that, Terrence Crawford can go for a four time undisputed against Canelo, and then he really doing something nobody will never do again. And that's my call. That's all I want to say. All right, Malcolm. Um, I don't know. Look, I'm not gonna shoot it down at all. I'm gonna be optimistic with you. I just think you're overly optimistic. Like, listen to what he's saying. Right? He's saying the dude that we, you know. Forcefully kept on the outside. We about to all of a sudden roll out the red carpet to him. We gonna serve up the dude that's been with me longer than 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 anybody. He was with me. Jamel was with me before Earl. Jamel was with me before Earl. Jamel was with me before Jamal. You understand? So I'ma serve up Jamel off of his biggest fight. Yo, I'm. I used to think for the longest that they both was over there. And then, and then uh, I don't know, probably you. Like, nah, one was with Shelly, right? Yeah, well, Shelly was, Shelly uh, had Jamel, him with, and Al. Him and, yeah. yeah, Jamal was solo yeah. dolo, Scarface no Manolo. You know? Um, but. Damn, why you say that? What? Say what? He was with the big promoter at the time, no? Who? Oscar. No, Jamel was. Not Jamal. Oh, Jamal was Dolo. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Jamel had Shelly and Al plus Golden Boy. Oh. Look at his resume. That's why oh. he had all that. And then a year later, they started putting Jamal on the undercards, and then you eventually, you know, he earned it. That's why his career is, is a little, you know what I mean? Um, like, behind his brothers. Oh, that's crazy. Look, mind you, I'm like... I ain't become like a a, a diehard to like 2015. Mm -hmm. But bro, in 2015, 2016, I always thought, and keep in mind, I went to one of their cards when it was Laura fighting Marta Rosen. One mm -hmm. fought one of the Jackson brothers. And yeah, was, that was Jamel. Yeah, okay. Golden Boy card. I was there. Bro, I thought that was a Golden Boy card. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So I always thought that Jamal was being pushed as, like, the better of the twins. Well, he was, but not... They didn't use the word better. Stronger, powerful, the one that... The knockout puncher. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And 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 it, it was it was looking that way. Jamel was more of a boxer. Bro, you... That's what I'm saying. Jamel been nice. Like, he... Okay, I'm checking right now. Um, Jamel been outboxed Gabe Brazado years ago. Years ago. Um, Yo, do you think that's really B-Hop? Where? In the chat. There's a Bernard Hopkins. Nah, he ain't answer my DM. He said he he had a rehydration clause for that fight. Which fight? I, I mean, you was talking about the uh, the Rosado fight, so maybe that one. Rosado Golovkin? No. Rosado Jamel? I don't know. Man, get the hell out of here. Rosado was a career 54-pounder, and Jamel's fucking... I mean, I, 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 he said that they started... One of them started at 47. So I don't see no URL. Let me check I'm the assuming, boxing I'm assuming, you know, people be having their side conversations in the chat. 
Yeah, uh, high as fuck. Well, I mean, you're in the chat, so you obviously not blocked. <laughs> but whoever said they sent me, let me double check that. My man, I could have sworn he just said, I sent you the URL. But, like, you're literally in the chat, so that means you're not blocked. Yeah, bro, like, y you're right here, so there's no way you could be blocked. But I don't know what Insta you sent it to, because I'm checking both and don't see you. Yo, nah, let me let me get to it. You know what Super Chat you left off on? Um, damn, Counterpunch, Argument for Danny, Malcolm, nah, no pick. That was a dude. Just oh. got off the phone. Oh, that's Malcolm. Yeah. Uh, damn, I ain't get to none of this shit. Okay, none so of them from the, top. the demo I said, cause that was the one. Okay. Then Swift salute. Welcome to the champ level. And Swift back Yo, at us with it. I got, I got, I got some, I got some shit for y'all this weekend. I promise you. It's only gonna be like a three four. I'm probably gonna do like three a, fourteen parlay. Man, I got like a three three. I got like a three teamer. Gonna knock your socks off. Watch out. Swift in the 718. Welcome to the champ level. Betting show is tomorrow. Uh $10 super chat right after he became a champ and says Bud versus EJ rematch needs a thick undercard of fights we want to sell. Or fights we want to see to sell the pay-per-view. The nature of the first fight dismissed the need for a rematch. Undisputed actually raises the value of the rematch. Word. That's what I'm saying. Having the belts on the line makes it mean more. I don't think there was any moderation slander, but uh, he, he definitely didn't live up to his potential. JV88, $2. Why not fight at 54 if you really want Canelo next? Huh? Why do people keep saying that? Uh, no, that's MD Mills, two dollars. By the caller, by the caller's logic, take away lineal champions. I don't know what he's talking about. I can't. I don't know what to associate. Which call was that in reference to? Bobby Shaw, ten dollars. <laughs> Mister Blood and Blood, out. I guess he, um, Blood in, Blood out. Canelo got himself caught in a coon trap at the PBC. They about to hurt Canelo. Someone save Canelo. That sounded pretty racist, bro. And he spelled it with a K, so you certainly were being racist because YouTube didn't let you spell it properly. What's up with you, Bobby? Canelo from the PBC, Bud and David and Charlo, some gorillas, and Canelo, a banana. Pause. That's weird. Tough enough to be racist, but you need to reassure us that you're not a homo. You guys are very funny. Yo, you seen uh your boy Cam and Mace do the pause at uh, OJ Simpson? I ain't even click it, bro. <laughs> I ain't even click it because I, I, I see now that they do it as a joke to go viral. Like, nah, but it was it was cool because I actually watched it and I'm like, was this clickbait? And then at the very end, they're like, yeah, we're going to pause on that, OG. You mad wild, but, you know, you don't know the rules. So, you know, and they kind of, like, played it off and shit like that. It's not like how they've done everybody else, but yeah, it was I funny. Yeah, I mean, again, I'm, it was, I'm like. Know, it was funny. Mm. It was funny. 
Mm, I see what they doing. It's a joke for them. You know, salute to them. They going viral with it. Stone Bone, what up? What up, what up? What up? Yeah, man. <laughs> These guys are crazy, man. They, if bro didn't notify that he can't make the weight, then that means he can make the weight, right? Yeah. But Bud, Bud is a turncoat. He's a sellout. He's a snake. He's all of this. But he's simply following the rules set forth by the A-side, right? Earl was the A-side, right? Yeah. Al Heyman and them wrote majority of the contract. Bud negotiated with them to get what he got. Maybe they expected Earl to win, and that's why they put so much emphasis on the winner, get to make the decision. But the loser had one job to do, right, Re is to activate it, right? The winner had to determine which way it would be at. So it's weird when these same guys who've been telling Bud, get down, lay down, sign a contract, and all this shit for years, now when it's time for their fighter to abide by the contract he done signed, now they crying and saying that, oh, he wrong because he won't fight him at 54. He ain't honorable. And blah, blah, blah. Man, shut up. Let Earl get his ass whooped again at 47. And Ness, when they said, oh, this fight going to be at 54, you said it and I said it on the on the show. I said, no way I can see this fight being for nothing. Word. No way. When <laughs> when they announced Bud and they said 19 consecutive get a title fight since 2013, he been in title fights. Why would I break it just to go fight Earl at 54? And then when he said, look, when the first reports came out, it said, hey, we can do it at 54, but hey, you got to pay me a little more to not fight for my title, right? They said, oh, he's a, he's a clown. How are you going to ask for more money? Then he said, well, forget it. Let's just fight at 47. Oh, how are you going to fight at the weight that they champions at? How are you going to do that? They're acting like these dudes is not champions at 147 pounds. And as soon as and I bet you if he was to fight early, if they say, if Bud come out and say, I'm going to fight him at 54, and then he vacated his title, they're going to say, oh, he's scared of boots. Look, he's, he vacated the title. This shit is never ending. And that's why Bud going to whoop Earl ass just as bad because his fans is on YouTube doing the same shit. This, this feel like this fight has never happened there. Mm. I feel like Earl, they feel like, it feel like Spence fans feel like the fight never happened. And at 54 is the division. It's like this is fucking Groundhog Day. You waking up knowing what's about to happen, but you still like it didn't happen. So, guys, grow up and act like men. Quit acting like women. They agreed to the winner, pick the rules, and he won. Just well, we get don't know that. Now they saying oh, that man. even if the winner. Yeah, we got some women on the line, the, so I don't know if they appreciate that, though. Like, quit acting like women. I mean, uh, Plus, you know, you got you got a girl like Ebony Bridges. She she out here, you know, showing that she definitely is tough. Feel like it's your time. And and Clarissa, but it's not your time. Um, but damn, we got some callers and some super chats, I believe. Right, we got Trap Media two dollars. Jamel got a gift against Vanez. Let's be honest. And then we got the biggest hater of all time, Saquon in New York City. <laughs> you seen the super chat? He's hilarious, nah, bro. What he said. Like, is he doing this to troll, or does he really not care that he's looking very emotional? He said, "If Crawford wants three time undisputed, do it at 160. Stop taking the easy route." <laughs> Meanwhile, imagine if Crawford beat Johnny Beck for both belts. They say he's cherry picking. Who? Because Johnny Beck. Oh, uh, Johnny Beck about to go get a second belt against who? What you mean? They got him. 
They got him. They got him unifying versus some Spanish dude that whoa, won the whoa, belt. Whoa. He's a world champion. Yeah. Fuck out of here. He won a vacant against who? What did I do that? Wow. So that's what I'm saying. Imagine Crawford. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to do what y'all fans said. I'm going to go and fight the Eastern European Kazakh style. And then y'all going to be like, oh, that dude, come on, Victor Postal was better than him. Like, we know what we do as boxing oh, fans. I know what I could do as a, as, as a disgruntled boxing fan. I could say some shit. I'll pick anybody's resume apart. So, come on, let's be real. Vicento Gulatieri. Oh, that's the name of the dude? Oh, he's Italian. Is no, it? he's German. What? With a name like Vicento? Vigenzo. Oh, Vigenzo. Vigenzo. V-I-N. Why that sounds more French? C-E-N-Z-O. His nickname, his alias? Guess what it he is? He said, what about the WBC dude? Who? Jamal? I don't know what weight I want to fight at. Charlo? Like, Saquon, no, 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 go no, to sleep. No, Jamal, I ain't defending my title in nearly it, a thousand days. I know. Saquon, let it go. You look sad, bro. Just like get in a training camp mode with Earl. Just start running and shit like that. But like, stay away from Twitter, man. Stop tweeting and <laughs> and commenting. Yeah, so th this the main event on that Keyshawn card, and uh, yeah, yeah, that's about to happen in uh, my motherfucking Rosenberg, Texas. I never heard of Rosenberg, Texas. It's, uh, I guess a suburb of Houston. It's like okay, an hour, it's hour, it's okay. like an hour out. Yo, this dude got. 18.6K followers. Damn. On, on, on Instagram. Boxer? Oh, oh, oh. Because you know Boxrec does that now, too. No, but he got like six on Boxrec. Q&Up. Hey, yo, what's good? What's up? Hey, uh. Actually, I don't want to uh, talk about. I, look. I was arguing with the homies in the office about this, and I'm the Earl dude in the office. I'm the one that was rude for him, right? But it come a time in your life where you could stand on your word or you could do some dope shit. You always got to make that decision. Like, it could be something small or big or whatever, but, like, he in a position where he, like, damn, I could stand on my word or, damn, I got the potential to do some dope shit. Like, I, he, he could make 70, 100 million dollars in the next three or four fights. Like, everything he got in front of him is bigger than the Earl fight, really. So it's like, uh, yeah, he said 54. If from man to man between him and Earl, it's some bitch shit. But you ain't Earl. Like, and I'm the EJ fan. You ain't Earl. Like, so why are you so worried about it if you could see a path where this man could do something, like, way greater than fighting Earl again? Like, so however he did it, snake shit, get out the contract, whatever it is, he got biggest shit in front of him like so it is what it is uh but dude dude ran off his fantasy i want to run off my fantasy right so i think i think he sit He's there so and fight uh try to fight canelo at 68 and while he fighting canelo let jamel go get that belt back from zoo and then he go down and fight jamel at 54 and while that shit happening EJ breaking faces again. He getting back to his shit like he used to be. And now that Crawford undisputed at 54, now he could fight EJ again at 154, and it means something because it's for undisputed. That's my fantasy right there. But but whose face EJ broke at 54 to get that, that, that 54? I ain't, 
I said fantasy, Ness. He ain't break nobody face. I know, no, 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 like no, no. I'm just I saying, know. if he get back to that Jeez. and he smashed your motherfuckers in like two fights, he smashed two solid motherfuckers at 54. Jeez. And after that, Champ, I know. Uh, Crawford Champ. is undisputed at 54. Champ. Then it'd be like, all right, Earl back to his shit. He should have been at 54. Look what he did to so-and-so. Look what he did to so-and-so. And now that fight means something because Crawford got all the Champ. belts. And it give EJ a chance, a rematch at Undisputed to try to beat him. And that path right there for Crawford, that's like a $100 million path right there if he could pull that off. Champ, I, I just wanted you to add those faces he's breaking. I know he hasn't done it yet. I'm saying in your fantasy, who did he fight at 54 before he got to Crawford? Who's those faces you envision him breaking? I mean, he might got to get somebody like uh, Lubin first. But even so though Lubin saying, already so got fucked Lubin. up, I mean, you picking Lubin maybe, Fundor maybe Fundora first, you Brian Mendoza, Tenzu, one you of them. Or, 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 honestly, he could break Keith Thurman's face at 54 first. It don't mm -hmm. matter to me. But I'm just saying, if he gets some names where people could look at him and be like, oh, he's back, he back to his shit, then... That's the bell. I just wanted to know specifically, like, who you envision him fighting, and you said Lubin, so that means you envision Lubin losing Saturday, the 30th. J-Mac, counterpunch, just a question. Yo, can you hear me? Yep. How's it sound? You know, like you were on speaker again. No, you Hold on, I'm driving. Let me pull over. It worked for me because you took about 30 minutes to counterpunch. Hold on, let me just pull over this truck right there. While we waiting for him, go ahead and smash that thumbs up button. It's going to help with the visibility of the show. It's going to put this episode in the eyes of other boxing fans. You know, remember, I'm here twice a day. A day. We back this afternoon. Talk some more boxing. Join us. Okay. You hear me? Uh, I sound better. We can we gonna deal with it. All right, look, I say this like I think I, I was trying to kind of punch after I think the guy that called in after me, and he was talking about how um Crawford fans and we saying this, we saying that. Man, look, hey man, you, it, we're entitled to our perspective, man. It's a sport we all talking about. Everybody got their favorite fighter. Everybody group their favorite fighter for whatever reason and what have you. And it seemed like we're just right. And y'all, a lot of y'all were wrong. He was making comments towards um the easier uh route, like like Crawford started fighting at one forty seven, or he started fighting at one thirty five. I'm a little confused. Thirty five. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, because some of these guys just start watching Crawford at forty seven, because some of the statements they make it doesn't make sense. Like Crawford fought at one thirty five and accomplished a great deal in the sport, moving up multiple weight classes. Undisputed at one, whether y'all like it or not, and like his resume or not, and then moved up and got a belt and was not able to get the big fights, but eventually started getting some of the fights. And then y'all made excuses for how the fights were and when he got them. And then when he got the toughest fight of his career, y'all still making excuses. So maybe it's just boxing fans who's going to always find an excuse to support their narrative because they're never satisfied. They're always unhappy. Um. What Bud and Spence got going on, bro, like, I really think we need to uh, separate ourselves as fans and from business. 
what's going on and being every time business explains to us in the sport, when we don't like it, we always attack it. We always hold somebody to say what you said and what have you. And that's like that's just like baby talk. That's ignorant talk. And that's why it's not meant for us to be a part of the business. And like my whole point, like you wouldn't want nobody part of your business. You don't want nobody part of your business sale, your percentage with your partner and all that. Then we are arguing about what you said uh, before you sold the business. What um, what y'all said when y'all was going to do. Man, look, bro, business always has to be sought out. And it obviously, like the point you made earlier to Ness, when Crawford pointed out that they had to agree or somebody had to write a letter that they couldn't, maybe that didn't need to be mentioned because we're not a part of the contract and we never understood it. And it, until it wasn't meant, until it wasn't done, that's probably why Crawford mentioned it. And that's another part of the business that we won't privy to. Uh, it was quite a bit I wanted. I said my point earlier. Um, I don't think I made it clear. You got at 150. If Crawford move up to 154 and fight Spence, he's not. He can't say he moved up to three weight classes. Okay, before Jamal got stripped and moved up and was fighting Canelo, he was talking about fighting Canelo. That's the All right. Well, let me go. Let me run another one. Um, you got me. Let me run another one. Uh, before um. Before he moved up and, and Jamal got the fight and got stripped and fighting Canelo, he was talking about fighting Jamal at, uh, at for his third undisputed. After he fought uh, um, uh, Elrond, I guess Canelo became an option at 168. And now moving up three weight classes for his third undisputed is still a stat that he wants to accomplish. Uh, like I was saying earlier, shout out to CYP and his discoveries. If we was to sit up there and Bub moved up to 154, and then I came back around years later and said, yeah, Bub moved up three-way classes and fought uh, uh, um, um, Canelo and beat him. And, uh, somebody like CYP going to say, nah, actually, it was two-way classes because he didn't fight ever at a catch where he moved up to 154, so that made him a junior middleweight. So what the argument you was early in this, or arguing early in this, I agree with you. Um, I try to follow Danny Point. But I kind of got caught up and to, I got mixed up with y'all back and forth. But that's what I got away from it with the argument and stuff like that, man. For Spence and Crawford, man, let them dudes do what they decide. Spence didn't um, write the letter saying he could make 147, so it is what it is. Everybody calling Crawford saying he's dirty, he did this, he did that. That's the business of boxing. And it's just sad that people pass judgment on something that they're not privy to don't have the understanding or not even educated enough to speak on. And when I say educated, I'm not talking about your your IQ level, your understanding. I'm speaking on you're not in the room or does not have the contract or have the understanding to have an opinion about what you're saying. That's my kind of punch. All right. Um, isn't that Thanksgiving, though, Danny? Isn't it? Isn't Thanksgiving every 24th? Or is it no, every fourth Thursday? It's every fourth Thursday. Ah. Yeah. So it doesn't, it's obviously not falling on it this year. Because uh, I've, I've, I've never minded that. Like, I don't get it. I do get the one little lone argument that because we're gathered around the table on Thanksgiving, we might not watch TV. But I'm also 
of the other side of that argument that we should put boxing on those weekends and on, on those actual days, those holidays, because we are around the TV. We are around the table conversing, and then we go watch the TV. Like, you see it on movies all the time where families have dinner, and then they go watch the fucking football game. Why can't we go watch the boxing match? Well, no, I mean, uh, last, two years ago, whenever it was, we had the Mike Tyson, Roy Jones. They did that one on Thanksgiving weekend. It was a Saturday, so two days after. Um, I think that is a top 10. I know it is a top 10 selling pay-per-view um, of all time, and those guys fought as elders. So, uh, as elder who? Roy Jones. Oh and, yeah, yeah, and Mike yeah. Tyson. Bro, that shit did one point nine. But that's what I'm saying. Bro, I that's, remember I said it. Th- that was Thanksgiving. Me. I didn't weekend. say one point nine, but I said it would do well. People didn't believe it would. Do but that's well. what I'm saying. That that was Thanksgiving weekend, and it, it did was? so well. Yeah, a thousand percent sure it was. I Thanksgiving bought it. Weekend. I bought it, bro. Bro, that fight. That fight. Mended a relationship with me and my uncle. Mm, yeah, I watched it together. We got drunk. We, you know, we shot the one, and then was able to, was able to, you know. Y'all but, terrible. Bro, that's what Border Wars is about, shooting the one. Yeah, in the ring where you don't get, you know, uh, scuffed up from being body slammed and you know, you ain't going to jail because a nosy neighbor called the cops. You know, it's a lot, a lot that goes into. He been training. Choosing. He been training ever since too. Who, your uncle? Yeah, like. So he want a rematch? Nah, nah. I'm saying. I mean, shit. It's whatever. But crazy. Nah, that's my guy. I <laughs> never fought none of my uncles. For for real? Nah. I mean, we. Me and my. What about closest, your brothers? You and yeah, you and your and brother. My, me and my brother fought, but me and my closest uncle, the closest we came, we put the gloves on. But nah, like you know. Never. Um, we got a counterpunch from average. Me and my cousin fan. put the gloves on one time, and I thought, I thought we had a certain type of respect, you know, because we just in the in a garage, just fucking around, other cousins around, and so somebody say something to me, so I look like a dumbass. I look. Bro, he caught me with a left hook dead in my fucking Damn. mouth. Why? I don't know, bro. I ain't go down Your or nothing. Your cousin? Yeah, like we was in the gloves. But oh, it's like, oh. But I'm, I'm saying, I, they, I look, he caught me. And, you know, it was my fault. Protect yourself at all times. Bro, there's been times I look at him like we might just be kicking it. <laughs> no, and I look at it. him and I'm like, I should just sock you dead in your shit, bro. That's crazy. You holding grudges. Nah, you know. Danny Crawford. You just get to uh thinking. Um, we got counterpunch from average boxing fan. What's up, bro? Good morning. Buenos dias. Uh didn't the Oscar throw a fucking paper? Well, I think it was whack, but I think he threw one on Thanksgiving Day, and he didn't do much. I believe it was that Tito Ortiz fight, and uh, I forgot who else it was. Bro, but Bro, come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. I don't even know that who Tito fought. Was it Bro, Chavez? That shit was horrible. Look, let me tell you. No, it was, I think nah. it was Chuck Liddell, right? No, nah, it was Chuck. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was God. the Iceman. No, nah, man. That's not even our crowd. Like, that, that was UFC showed up. Bro. And let's not forget that Oscar De La Hoya promoted that event and forgot or didn't know nobody's name except the main event. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, you know, we got Chuck and we got Tito. And then 
You know, we got a bunch of great guys <laughs> on this card, you know? Uh, <laughs> yo, Oscar's notorious for fucking up a press conference, yo. He'd be like, tremendous, tremendous, tremendous. Yo, and on the on the rematch talk, uh, I remember when uh when Canelo lost, bro. All these motherfuckers that hate Canelo uh, came out the woodwork talking about Bivol won, and he should be able to move down and take his belt. Yes. But now that uh, Bud beat the fuck out of Spence, they want Spence, the loser, to fucking move up so he can have a, a more comfortable fight. It's, it's, it's stupid, bro. These, these motherfuckers. Some of Double these fans are weird as fuck the way they act, bro. Double standards, fans, bro. bro it's, it's, hell yeah. It's, it's weird to me. Like, how can you do that for one fighter, but you can't do it for another? I mean, those rematch, uh, don't they sign those rematch clause? And then uh, it says specifically at that weight, if, it were, if they were to lose, I mean, every contract then, uh, is different, bro. Every word. contract is different. Like, look at yeah. this magical contract. <laughs> I'm surprised this shit don't got fucking a rainbow at the end of it. That Yeah, that shit is weird, bro. These fans are, especially the ones that are calling in and fucking arguing about it. It's just fucking mad weird. Uh, Yo, Danny. Yo. You trying to bet 20 bucks on the Falcons and the Bears? Bro, why are you talking about a game that ain't this week? Hey, he wants to lock it's it in. Up. When's it coming yeah, up? Yeah, yeah. I think it's mid-season, isn't it? If I'm not mistaken. Bro, I <laughs> oh, know. he's trying to lock you in for sure. Is there, everybody know the Bears yo, suck? Bro, they trying I to get swear, that money I, from you early. <laughs> yo, somebody called me like, yo, give me what the bookies giving you. And that's how I know they're amateurs because the bookies give you a week at a time. Yeah. They never give you weeks and weeks in advance. <laughs> so I'm like, bro, you can't even do that. You got to wait till the week of. Bro, like, is that they know you. Like, I don't know nothing about that sport, but it sounds like you have a losing team. So Bro, they know we haven't won lose. since it's either October or November of last year. Wait, they so you guys were like 0-16? No, no, no. Like, we had some games that we won, but to close out the year was just nothing but L's. And to begin the year, it was nothing but L's. You want your free call, champ? Bro, we play Atlanta the no, second to last game. It's New Year's right. Eve, bro. We play you guys New Year's Eve. I mean, that is coming up. <laughs> No, bro, really. Th that's the second to last game of the year. It's almost coming up. It's Yo. I agree, Smitty. I agree. CYP with a counterpunch. Hold on. I think that was... Uh, is, is, is Cliff there? We owe Cliff. But I don't see you. Which is weird. So maybe we don't owe you, Cliff? CYP, place to be. Yo, yo. Mm-hmm. Man, I was, uh, shout, shout out to all my CYP discoveries. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we go out there making sure that, that the community gets factual before they leave so TVB could be the most factual fucking show out there. Um, but for me, I'm, I'm going to go back to the original topic. Canelo slowing down. Slowing down, Canelo, Soldier Boy voice. But we can't mention age for Kovalev at 36. Turn my swag Put on. my swag on. Take a look How about Triple G, 36? How about Cotto, 34? How about Mosley, 40? How about Baldemir, 40? How about Floyd, 36? How about John Ryder, 34? How about Love Deer in the New, 39? 
So we got Kovalev, 36, Triple G, Kodo, Muggsy. All these dudes are 36 to 40. Nobody asks, was they slowing down? It's going to be easier for Canelo. And that's, that's through 10 years. But now, all of a sudden, if he lose, oh, could, could he slow down? Could, this be, could, 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 could it be the time in, 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 in Darkwing Duck's history that he finally gets to? Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, y'all always got something going on. Yesterday, it was Charlo saying uh, the wait, but Charlo didn't say that. Now, it's Canelo slowing down. But did Canelo say that? It's like, stop looking for reasons for your fighter to lose and feel good about himself. Fuck it. The fight is on. Let's go. I'm Lions only. I know there ain't that many of us here, but stand proud. Win or fucking lose. Canelo fans, do the goddamn same. He ain't slipping. He just gonna slip and fall. That's all. And I can't get up. Lastly, man, I want to say this about uh, weight classes in boxing and how extremely dumb they are. Mm. I want y'all to realize that Odell Beckham Jr. in boxing could fight J.J. Watt. Odell Beckham and J.J. Watt is an even fight if they were boxers. Let, let's, let's, let, let, let's take it back. Barry, White, Barry Sanders and Reggie White is a fair fight in boxing, right? But Antonio Brown versus Christian McCaffrey is not a fair fight in boxing. Antonio Brown versus Christian McCaffrey is not a fair fight, but Barry Sanders can fight Reggie White. You, you know what else is weird? Kobe Bryant could fight Tyson Fury in boxing, and that's fair. Because Kobe weighs 212, the same amount that Deontay Wilder weighed and Fury won. That's a fair fight in boxing, right? So my, what's my point? My point is when a boxer moves up five to six pounds to have a fight and he wins, it's not as big as an accomplishment as y'all want to make it seem. Men have never looked at two men and said, oh, let's get on a scale first to see if we can fight. Because if you weigh five pounds more than me, I can't take this fight because it's not fair. Only time men have ever gave dudes props for winning a fight is when the dude is bigger than them, obviously, by the physical eye. So if two dudes get up in there and you happen to lose, cool. You might be the fifth best fighter at that division now. It's cool. Run, run my car. Run it, run it, run it. You may, be, you may be the fifth or tenth best fighter at that division now. What's wrong with being five or ten? Just because you moved up like Mikey Garcia moved up to fight Spence and happened to lose, that don't mean he ain't, he ain't big enough for the division. That just means you're not the best at the division. What's wrong with being number 10? What's wrong with being number 9? There are a thousand dudes at welterweight. You're number 10. Oops, you, you shouldn't be there? Get the fuck out of here. I'm sick and tired of giving dudes so much accomplishment for moving up five to seven fucking pounds. So what? Who gives a fuck? Now, if you like Roy Jones and you 192 versus a dude who's 235, I'm going to give you fucking props because that's fighting a dude who's too big for you. This other shit, fuck it. If Bud could go up and beat Charlo, that's because Bud is a fucking badder motherfucking man than Charlo. Fuck that. If Charlo go up and beat Canelo, that's because he's a badder man than fucking Canelo. Fuck these pals. I'm getting tired of us arguing over shit that we wouldn't even recognize in the street. If I fight Ness, <laughs> Ness is much taller than me. Much taller than me. People might say, damn, Ness, you got knocked out by a nigga smaller than you. <laughs> we, we just talking. Don't get all hyped up. Because of the size differential. But to think that me and J-Mac cannot fight because he's 215 maybe and I'm 195, that's some straight bullshit. Yes, the fuck we can. And it's a fair goddamn fight. Stop letting these weight classes have us in arguments that we don't fucking need. I'm ready for this fight. A man versus another man. They're around the same goddamn size. Let's get this motherfucker. Pa, Ben, Lions only. CYP out. Ness. Oh. Do, 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 do. 
CYB discoveries. Better than real life facts, right? Like the phrase weight classes are there for a reason was there before Danny and Nesta got into this sport. But CYB says, man, fuck that five pounds, man. Nobody says that shit on the street. It's crazy. Bro, he keep associating boxing with the street. Like, uh, does he not know that a street fight lasts, like, 90 seconds, if that? Bro, that's a long-ass street fight. Like, like I don't, I, like, like, I never seen. a minute seen, and a half. <laughs> I never seen a three-round street fight. Like, I, I don't get him, I man. feel like the and, only and, street and, fights that last any more than, like, 30 seconds are brawls. And we keep associating bare fist fights with, like, a fight with rules and regulations. <laughs> Who's next, man? Um, We got Suleiman Scala. What up, champ? What up? How you doing, brother? All is well. How are you? Can't call it. Fine, fine, man. So, yeah, man. So, yeah. So, check this out, man. I agree. This is the first time I agree, time I agree with CYP. The guy is a good boxer. He got the power. He got the punching power. He got the legs. He's training. Uh, he got a world-class trainer. He got the winning team. I think um we all know that Canelo's skills, he has a lot of mileage on the tank. And um his skills are deteriorated. Um, he recently picked him. He he made a mistake. He thought he was a good cherry. He's a cherry pick because uh he's uh he doesn't like to get hit to the body when he's sparring. Uh, that's the only reason that they made this fight happen. Uh, he thinks he's gonna crush him with the body shots, but the guy's gonna use the whole ring. He's gonna box. He's gonna move. He's <laughs> Yo, gonna where, start catching with the right that? hand. No, they they said that when he spars, he puts a lot of padding. Um, extra padding because he used to spar with arrow all the time. That's what they're saying. So that's why that's why this guy's picking him. Like Rain also thinking like, oh, this guy's easy pickings for him. You know what I'm saying? So wait, this guy's gonna hurt. Wait, him. wait, wait. I'm not trying to cut you. I just want to understand. You're saying that there is somewhere out there on the internet that says that Charlo puts on extra padding yeah, to he be puts, protected. Yeah, yeah, from body shots. He doesn't like to get to the body. That's but, what but I'm. Where is he put the, Where is he put the padding at? I don't know, like the padding, like the with the spot with the with the the guy that does the mitt, he puts the that the extra padding, so you could hit him with body shots. That's they say he spars guys with that on. That's what they say. He don't like to get hit to the body. Yeah, you say he I'm... spars with a body shield on. Yeah, he don't like to get hit to the body. That's what I'm hearing. The guy he doesn't like to get hit to the body, and that's one of the reasons he he thinks he's gonna treat him like he did it to Amir Khan. Because he's on the come up, but this kid he has punching power. He could hit. I I mean, at the end of the day, he's good business, man. Like if he was gonna fight Tim Zhu, right? He's not gonna get the kind of money that he's gonna get with the Canelo fight. That's career changing money. So he's going for that career changing money and the accolades, which is the belts. If he gets the belts, I was him. I stay at one sixty eight, man. Let those dudes kill each other at one fifty four. He has no reason to fight at one fifty four no more. If he gets those belts and he beats Canelo, and Canelo don't want the rematch because most probably he could get stopped. TKO, so then, then, then that's the end of it. You know what I'm saying? The guy has punching power, bro. Yo, he knocked out Eric Lubin, bro. People sleeping on him, bro. He got Eric, he got he got punching power. He knocked out Castano. He knocked out he knocked out Tony Harrison, bro. The guy could hit, bro. He could hit, man. He could hit. He could tap. He could box. He got Derek. He got Derek. He got um the, the a world class trainer, bro. Team, People right? like he got the winning team. 
he got a world class trainer, but the guy got Eddie Reynoso, but but he also got a world class trainer on his side too. He got a good team. He he he's younger. He's more physically fit. Canelo's so not a two one six eight pounder anyway. Decision or knockout? How, how, how's Jamel now, winning? I, I don't I, I don't know, man. If if Canelo could take that right hand, that guy's got a hell of a right hand, bro. We're sleeping on his power, bro. The kick could hit. The kick could tap. So, the, so kid, the, could so box. the kid the kick could hit harder than Gennady. Yo, but Canali couldn't catch him flush, bro. Canali couldn't catch him flush in the, in, the, in, the second fight, in the second fight. What? In the second fight, he was he was missing. He was only hitting with the jab. He was hitting him with the jab. He wasn't catching him with anything. So he, he was never, hitting him with the jab. He never landed the right hand on his chin. Nah, he never there's, handed something flush. Like of that, FYI. Yo. Yeah, he didn't. About you saying highlights, you say he could tap. You know. But what I'm saying is, I think that the boy could knock him out. I think he could do it. He could use the skill asset. It's not only one punch; it's combination punching. Oh, the kid's fast. Smoke. He's done it before. I'm not smoking. Hey, I'm, I'm not smoking, man. I can't smoke. You know that. Uh, you I don't do that smoking, shit? but I know Yo, you. Yo, he can't smoke. You, you know, he, he shit? Oh, uh, you a CO? You don't be. You don't be hearing the, the. No, I don't smoke, man. You don't hear the hallways. I don't smoke. Oh wow! No, I don't hit the hallways. I don't smoke. I don't do none of that stuff, Salute. man. Salute. I don't hit the hallways. So, so Suleiman, you didn't got jumped in, haven't you? Nah, bro. Okay, but but listen, much shout out, much shout out to um for him for being courageous enough to go in the ring and make this fight happen. Much shout out for um Canelo signing the contract and not being a diva and making this fight happen. I'm happy that they're going in there. <laughs> I hope I hope it's uh, it'll be a great fight. You know what I'm saying? They can make this money, man. You know what I'm saying? They can make this money. Yo, thanks a lot for having me on, boss. And uh, wow, you guys, you guys look like you're having fun there. You're entertaining yourselves, and um, <laughs> I'm entertaining myself too. All right, so you guys take care now. C seventy four, lock in. Shout out Suleiman the Scholar, man. Danny ain't noticed. He ain't noticed. Look, oh, I can't do it. Why well, I can't do it? Danny, change shit up. What I do? Uh, who next? Who's next? Uh oh, looks like we got Zoto. What up, Counterpunch? Yo, Miss Danny, y'all can hear me? Yes, sir. Hey man, I just had to come on here and ramble right quick, man. It's, it's, it's real funny, man. It's, it's real funny how. When 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 the uh, when the ball was in Spence court, the rabbit had the gun. It was all fun and games. Mm-hmm. But now Bub beat the beat the shit out of him. Now it's all niggas want sympathy for Spence. Man, fuck that nigga. Ain't no friends in this shit. Y'all niggas want sympathy for y'all favorite fighter because y'all thought he was gonna fucking win. Maybe he should have won the fucking fight and we wouldn't be we wouldn't be doing all this shit. You sad ass niggas. Niggas want sympathy. Niggas want Bud. To, you got niggas calling in here. It's no way Earl was like that, man. I just ain't, I don't believe it, man. It's all this shit. Man, that's what happens when you fight somebody that's specifically way better than you with skills. All that bully shit. I told niggas going up into the fight. All that, oh, we going, I'm going to drain him. I'm going to take him to the ground. We going to bully him. We know we going to have a cough. All that shit. That shit, dumbass shit. You got to have skills, bro. Bug got real fucking skills. The skills pay the fucking bills. Beat the Texas steak out that mother man. This nigga beat so much shit out that nigga. I'm so I'm, I'm laughing right now because you niggas really, you niggas really what? 
You ain't hey. really want sympathy, man. Fuck out of here, man. Y'all ain't getting no sympathy, man. It's bully shit now. Hey, remember, remember, hey, what they say, what boss said years ago, uh, Ness, when I stop him, they say we're going too weak, too slow, they stay in division too long. Now look at this shit. Bully shit. Now you niggas want to fucking cry. So what they saying about this, uh, this weight thing, man, they saying that, um, they saying that, uh, Erica, he ain't put in his thing in time, right? Yeah. He, he, yeah, so he, he know submitted him. in writing. Maybe he want to just get it back yeah. in blood, baby. Get what back in blood? That revenge. What revenge? You're <laughs> <laughs> crazy, that's You know damn well. Think about beating him. Revenge. Nah. Yo, have we I think ever, he gonna, I, think, I don't think. Have we ever seen someone come back like that? Like in a rematch like this? Like, obviously, AJ did it, but again, his fight with Andy was more back and forth. This wasn't competitive. Andy Facts. was competitive. Facts. Nah, I don't know. I can't think. Only last time you could think, I can't think. He beat the shit out that nigga. I don't, like, I, I, mean, I don't want to hear no excuses, all the burgers and all that shit, man. Especially with Spence. I don't know if niggas seen the, the you ever seen Boxing Gyms? Ness, you ever seen that dude? Who? Boxing Gems, the YouTube page where he break down the fight, Boxing Gems. Nah. Nah, You gotta check him out. He showed you gotta check him out. He showed that Spence do the same shit, did the same shit in the Ugas fight. Bud just ain't that bald that ass Cuban, bitch. That's all it is. You motherfuckers is crazy, man. Hey, shout out to all those. Shout out to BB. I'll kinda punch back in later. You my call later. Alright. But it's not your time. Salute, salute to everybody, man. Uh, hit that thumbs up. Uh, oh shit, Brandon Maurice, member for thirty-one months on that contender level. He said, "Justice for Fish" T-shirts coming soon, with like a hundred rolling on the floor, laugh out loud emojis. Keep it moving. He says, "Just watched the movie last night. Fire, fire! It was good. Did you?" What movie? He's a fake friend. It's all right. I see. I see it. Danny's a fake friend. That's why. Yo, that's crazy. You ain't take my recommend. I was busy, bro. The bro, fuck? so you ain't get home at all. Yeah, I got home at like 7 o'clock. What six, the fuck? That's six, hella time for a movie. 6.30 maybe. Little movie, little dinner. No, I had little a. Little TV dinner. I had to do my recovery, bro. I'm sick right now. Bro, that's man. crazy that you ain't watched that movie, bro. Did you at least recommend it to your mom? I ain't even talk to my moms. She don't watch English movies? Of course. Even though it's hella Spanish, nah, huh? Nah, no, I mean, but the, Yo, for whatever reason, the subtitles bro, talking was about black. It's, it's 2023, bro. That's kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, it was hard to see. It was yeah. black. Unless they got like a white outline, but even Barely, still. nothing. I'm but, telling you. Uh, sub, right? Whoever watched the movie yesterday, subtitles was crazy. But no, Black subtitles. No, I mean, shit, bro. You know, most movies these days is in English, so. Mm. Um, keep it moving. What's no. it called again? I know it's the Mexican. Uh, uh, million Miles Away. Million Miles Away. I think. I think it's called Million Miles Away. He said the Mexican astronaut. What? Q from Newark, $5. I ain't Pete. I was talking over you till my homie just said something. Roll on the floor two times. When I'm talking on Discord, I can't hear you till I pause and listen. I got Ramos. Nah, for sure. For sure. We know it's one-way audio for whatever fucking reason. They need to do something with that. We going to 
Jonathan Sims. Morning, morning. Can you guys hear me? Why so serious? Yup. Yes, sir. All right, so Ness, you know how I do. Just just keep it running. Um, I do have some questions for you, but real quick. Today's verse of the day is coming out of Matthew 5, 5. Uh, it's a decent one uh, for me. But blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. So, you know, for all y'all out there working and nobody's acknowledging it, no one's giving you your props, I'm here to say keep working, keep your head up, keep doing what you got to do. And eventually, you know, you're going to come to the end of that tunnel. And to all the fathers out there in their children's life, I salute you because um, it's not an easy job. And I appreciate y'all doing it for how, however you're doing it. Keep doing it. So uh, that's just the inspirational word for the day. Ness, before I kick things off, were you able to get my previous counter punches? Ness? Say again, I'm sorry. I was telling Danny something. Were you able to get my previous counter punches? Today? Uh, no, I sent them like yeah, the yeah. last time I called in or whatnot. I just wanted to make sure you got everything I sent. Yeah, because you said, you know. Yeah, so if you got every, if you got everything, okay, cool, 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 cool. I just wanted to make sure. Oh, and shout out to CYP, man. We we rooting for you for your independence and your business, and uh, you know we willing to support however we can. All right, so uh, to the topic. First, I want to start off with the um, unfavorable segment the uncomfortable one. And I'll just say this to both of you gentlemen. Um, Ness, I, I agree with you. Um, you know, Danny do take us down rabbit holes and I appreciate your uh, passion. I appreciate your platform, and everything you do for us. But that's where I get off the car after that because my thing is this, and I'm gonna have to use your own words against you. Like you told CYP, embrace the character you've built, embrace, how the chat has created you to whatever they have because you're now a figure. When you feel like Danny is going on a tangent and stuff, embrace that. Like that's a part of the show. Um, I told you this before and your wife has told you this. It's not what you say, but how you say it. Let us get on Danny about taking us down a rabbit hole, but embrace it as a part of the show because it's all context for the show. We're going to be here for five hours any freaking way. So just I, I just don't understand the, the negative energy about it. Like, let's just talk because it through until he gets it. Why we do to... it? Why we do it? Like, because like, he obviously don't fully understand, and that's okay. Not nah, everybody gets it, or he's trying man. to express can, a point that he has. has I don't agree get with it. But, but all I'm saying is, Ness, is you don't have to have the energy like that. Like, just I mean, he's your co-host, man, and and and, and we don't want to drive people away. Um, these are problems we've had in the in the past, and Danny's a good co-host. So, you know, we have to consider his failings. So, um, Danny, man, thank you for coming back, bro. Stay strong. So, um, look, in regards to 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 to, to my boy Spence, first of all, J Mac, Stonebone, and Brandon, fantastic calls. All three of you guys had really good calls today. And to the uh, and the one brother who was talking about, you know. Why should we give Spence any contingencies? I'm with you, bro. I mean, it is what it is. He lost, man. That's you just people have to accept he lost, man. The only thing he's he should be guaranteed, the only thing that should be promised to him is a fight. How that fight transpire, he isn't not in control of that. Like people said in the past, 
He should have negotiated the way. He should have uh, made ABC pay for him to be able to fight at that way. But it seems like it's more people complaining about the weight than Spence himself, which is just the funny thing overall. But from what I've heard through the grapevine, Spence team said they're taking the fight no matter what the weight is. And that should exactly be his stance other than I want to fight back at 147. I lost my belts at 147. I'm fighting you back at 147. And to my Spence fans who say, oh, he can't make the way. Oh, he can't make the way. Listen, y'all. This man Spence haven't been able to make 147 since his first title. If you're truly a Spence fan, you know that he is on TBV saying, hey, I struggled to make the weight for the Kelbrook fight, but I'm a what? Professional. So be a professional today like you was yesterday. Make the weight and get it back in blood. If not, then move on and we'll support you whatever you do. But y'all want to move the goalpost for Spence. It don't work like that. It it just don't work like that. He he got to fall in line. So, you know what I mean? Because, Ness, let me ask you something. You know, is Bud not having weight issues? You know what I'm saying? Was Bud 100% going into the fight? I mean, he, he was on Twitter saying he was 180 yesterday. He got two tweets. One saying he was 180 and, and 168 don't look too hard to make. And another tweet talking about he about to move up the heavyweight and make motherfuckers really mad. So why is the only conversation about Spence, what Spence can't do, what's best for Spence? Spence had a tough time. Like, we not even considering Bud having the same deficiencies. He's just smart enough not to talk about them in a negative sense. Like, Spence played his hand, which wasn't smart. That wasn't smart. Of course I'm going to use that against you. Why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I? I got to feed my family. I'm going to feed them the best way I can. If I got to push that line, I'm going to push that line. It is what it is. So I just I just think, you know, a Spence fans, maybe I'm not a fan anymore. Maybe I'm a Spence supporter because one of my favorite callers said I never say anything nice about Spence. And my rebuttal to that is I got pay-per-views, memorabilia that says I support Spence. My money says I support Spence. So my opinion on him, I should be allowed to have because financially I have supported this. man. Let's do it. You said what? No, I'm I'm starting your clock. Go ahead, bro. All right, I'm on counterpunch number one or two. Ness, you on two. Okay, cool. That's cool. That's cool. So uh, with that being said, and I'll finish up by saying this. Now, this will um, be the first, right? Like, that would have been your first your free call. This would be your first counterpunch or, or vice versa, however you want it, because, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I kind of punch at least once, for sure, you know got to support but um you know like i said man i just think that we need to respect crawford in the decisions he's making um yes he's trying not to get spence to take the fight to the caller who said who asked about that their team said they don't want that rematch so they're doing what they can to force spence to say no it's a strategic move and you can't be mad at that because he's telling you the play it'd be different if he didn't even say anything he's telling us to play we do not want the spence rematch but because we're contracted obligated to fight him here are the parameters that were set forth in order to fight take it or leave it so i mean next you talk about rabbit holes you need to get on these callers who keep making all these excuses for spence and just man up like i feel like a lot of y'all who make spence excuses for spence is because y'all make these excuses in your own life so you want to justify it by making coming on here excusing spence like stop excusing that man he's a grown-ass man 
who negotiated what he negotiated. It is what it is, because if that's the case, why aren't y'all still complaining about nobody negotiating, cheating into contracts? Why are there no complaints about uh, failed PEDs and contracts? We discussed the person who failed the PED, but no one complains about no language in the contract. But now y'all want to complain like, come on, man, got to keep it consistent. And that's my call. All right. All right. All right. Uh, we got Huang in Houston. Yo, so they say that they who 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 wants to fight at one forty seven? Bud. Uh, yes. Yeah, you hear me? Yeah, he wants it at forty seven. And so what they got to do, so Spence got to agree to it because he lay out the terms of how it goes. Well, it's, if Spence wanted to fight at a different way, he would have had to had already said something in writing, according to Crawford and the interview he did yesterday. Well, you know what? I, I, I ain't mad if, if uh, Spence take it because then he could prove that I right, give me some time to train. You know, I was just sour about saying all that 154 stuff after the fight. But if he keeps him from not having, if he keeps him from not taking the fight, fuck it. Nobody really wants to see it. Me as a fan, I really ain't as excited as I was right afterwards. I was kind of riding on a high. But, man, I don't know. I'd rather see him go up in three weight class and do what never been done before make history go fight the winner of Charlo and uh, Canelo <sighs> that's all I got I'm sick man uh oh COVID watch out watch out man Nino yo Nez Danny you can hear me Yes, sir. We hear you. We hear you. Yeah, man. I just now uh, seen the news about Crawford saying he wanted to fight at 47. Been seeing a lot of Spence fans mad at him, talking about uh, this is why Spence shouldn't have gave up his leverage in the negotiations. This is why he shouldn't have fought him. And all this, like I just heard a dude say he couldn't make weight since Kell Brook. I was damn near seven years ago, man. I'm not hearing none of that. But, um, like I said, bro, I feel like they just they just hurt, man. You feel me? They boyed and got in there and got waxed, and now they don't know what to do from there. It's like they want to fight at 54 because one of their excuses is uh, he was weight drained, even though Crawford still got to make the weight as well. I feel like it go both ways. But I feel like if he would have won, he would have picked it at 54. Like, that's all he had to do was win the fight, and we wouldn't even be having this conversation right now. But we all knew we all knew Bud had the right to pick which weight he wanted to fight at after the fight. What so we didn't know, though, to fight you know, I don't know if you are if you know what we didn't know is that that uh, if Earl didn't want to fight at forty seven, he would have had have submitted that in writing, which he did not do. Uh, well, I, I mean, I ain't know that. I just thought he wouldn't assign. Well, I just thought he would have pulled out the fight or something if he came back forty seven. But 
like I said, man, uh, Bud want to fight at 47. That's all up to him. And I think he just playing. I don't even think he really want to fight at 47. I just think he playing chess with him. He ain't giving him no favors. And it's like, if you want to fight me, dog, I'm going to stretch you down all the way to 47. I ain't going to give you that extra seven pounds, let you eat a little bit better. I'm going to uh, snatch you all the way down, make you struggle again, and then I'm going to knock you out again and move on to better things. That's what I would do. I wouldn't be like, oh, well, let's cut him a favor, man, and fight him at 54, you know what I'm saying, so he can feel a little bit better. Ain't nobody saying that at the negotiation table if you're on buzz side. I would be like, yo, can you make 47 if he tell me, yeah, that's where we fighting at. Simple as that. And uh, it ain't nothing about being scary or none of that shit, man. Like I said, we just playing chess. It's business. And um, if Spence would have won the fight, man, that shit would have been unbearable because his fans is just... I like Spence, but too many excuses I've been hearing from that side. Even like right now, they killing this boy Crawford on the timeline. Well, at least on my timeline, it is. And um, I don't really understand it because, like I said, man, the boy went in there, he did what he had to do, won the fight. And now he the one calling his shots and Spence the one who got to, you feel me, abide by his rules. And if he don't want to fight, that's on him. But like I said, man, it's going to be the same fight, whether it's at 47, 54, or 60, man. Ain't nothing going to change with Spence. Bud by KO every time, man. I'm out of here. It's your time. But it's not your time. Hmm. Um, you know, I'm I'm I, I I highly doubt we gonna do an entire show on that other bug comment. So I feel like we should just play that anyway to sauce things up a little bit more. I don't know. Did you hear the interview at all? No. No. Cool. So this will be new to you. And uh, once again, shout out in this corner. Um. Weighing in with Travis Hartman, he's actually an amateur boxer that faced Bud or a professional. I don't think it was a professional. I think he faced him in the amateurs. And, uh, yeah. Here's a little quick clip. And this one is about resumes and fighters and just a little comparison for you guys shout out to bud so you look at my fight with errol spence and how easy i i defeated errol spence compared to all these guys that they call him bums that that should tell them something right there you know this guy the, the guys that you was calling all bums and this and that and this put up a better fight than y'all favorite fighter yep. mm. that got the hurt Ain't like we ain't said that, but you know. You got Buzz saying that shit now. Yeah. C-Dub. Ain't no fun. That rabbit got the gun. Yo, yo. How the audio? Straight. Straight, straight. That's what's up. Shout out TBV. Smash that like button. It's free. Do something with yourself. You know, this this for everyone, man. Not just you, Ness. You have to understand this is the global boxing. You know, this is the first take of boxing. Disputed show of boxing. In general, if you feel, I feel like if you don't have the intense or savvy enough to debate without throwing personal attacks or the intelligence to, without throwing ad hominems, then you might don't need, need to debate. Daniel was the bigger person for walking out. I appreciate that. That is his take, whatever his take is. I don't think Stephen A. going to say, hey, to my coach, you silly or an idiot. They may say, I disagree. They may say, this is silly, but they're not going to say, you are silly. They're not going to say, you 
are an idiot because that opens the door for the person to treat you and your team like that. So do unto others as you want to do unto you. Don't be feeling no type of way if they say your angles are silly or you act like a woman. You know, just just keep it respectful, man. And don't be acting like it ain't no tick for tack because that's just humans and society. That's what we do. Be more intelligent. Disagree with disagree to uh, agree to disagree. Because if you say Andre is not a slick fighter, I'm not going to call you an idiot. I'm just going to say that's your take. And I'm going to give you details on how it's idiotic. Be better, man. Be better. I seen you. Do, I seen you be better. I seen you be great. But players fuck up too. Shout out to Danny for not returning, you know, and walking out, you know, and saying you stupid or you dumb. It's a boxing show. Most times it's a reach, and we're just having a discussion because a majority of the times it's a reach anyway. But you can have passionate conversations without a text. When I said Bud got to get down and lay down to fight Arrow, I'm not in the room. I'm not a bit. I'm not. I'm not in our human business room and shit. But I can connect the dots from history and past actions and speculate. And now people, I was attacked for saying it. And now you look at Bud, look on PBC website and you will look up fighters and you will see Bud and you know that he he didn't get the fight until he got down to lay down. He got to get, it's just what it is. It turned out to be right. So who in their feelings if I was speaking facts? Like who in their feelings? The dude got on the line and agreed with Daniel. So now you got now you got egg on your face because it's like somebody may agree with his point. Somebody may agree with his opinion. It's, it's his opinion. It's, you know what I'm saying? But hey, in my opinion, I feel that the money and the legacy trump just legacy. So I think the Canelo winner would be the best option or the, I, I feel that that would be the most value, you know. But if Charlo upset Canelo and beat him, then of course the default to beat and he'll fight at one. You know, smash that, like, you know, and Bud got the, the gun now. So that, that just is what it is, man. He, he's saying he, he didn't want to fuck around at 154 with Spence and find out. We do know that. He didn't want to fuck around. So his fans could say, they could say he could he could beat him at any weight, but we could dispute it because he didn't want to fuck around and find out. Shout out, shout out Jonathan Sims for calling you out first. Smash that like button. It's free. Do something with yourself. Yeah, man. That was pretty weak to say that. <laughs> He ain't want it at 54. Like, it's my right. I won. Maybe we shouldn't have wrote that out in the contract, you know what I mean? Uh, but we did. So for him to exercise that that clause in the contract and, and for you to put up now this uh, imaginary reason as to why we'll never know if he can beat him at 54. Like, bro, ain't nothing on the line at 54. Nothing on the line except a bunch of Earl Spence fans' pride. L.A., Jay, what up? What's up, man? That's how are you? What up? Chilling. How's it going out there? Can't complain. Hey, um, I got to say, um, the previous caller, um, kind of touched on some things and but i'm in agreement with you there's nothing at 154 right now unless you know unless there was some type of undisputed title and to go to that i'm glad i'm glad bud chess moved al Heyman on this by saying the rematch needs to be at 147 i mean i'll, I'll, I'll explain this to you but i'm asking this one question wasn't bud taunting charlo that he was next before the spence fight Yep. And during the Spence fight? Yep. So 
So Bud's intention was already probably with Al Hammond say, look, I'm going to sign with you to get the Spence fight. But when I beat his ass, I'm going after Charlo. And I'm pretty sure that was part of the agreement. Now, I'm sure Heyman thought, no, that's not going to happen. Spence will take Spence will take Crawford and surprises his ass, right? So now what he does, oh, wait, no, he's not going to take my Charlo as well. He chest moves Charlo to go up to fight Canelo, denying denying Bud his intention to go for that third uh, undisputed title, right? Or delaying it until, you know, who knows, Bud gets to like 38 years old, who knows? But I think by doing this, he's just basically saying, look, fuck you, Al Heyman. You already fucking delayed my career for all these years, not letting me fight your fighters, having your guys hide behind the PBC, you know, protection belt. Now, I'm giving, I'm giving Spence a favor. I'm giving him a chance to do what he wanted to do was become undisputed with just one fight. If you want us to fight at 154, you're making the path longer for, for Spence as well, too, to become undisputed, right? So what's the excuse at that point now? If it's just the money, okay, I can understand the money play. But realistically, for boxing, we know the fight that should be happening is Bud versus Charlo, undisputed. Canelo should be fighting fucking Benavides, or hey, how about you, bigger Charlo, come out of your injury situation, whatever it really is or if it isn't, but those are the fights that should be happening. I mean, honestly, Canelo should be fucking fighting Bivol at 168. Bivol put up his belts on the line. Why don't Funka Canelo put his 168 belts on the line? I mean, all this shit is just fucking up boxing when we can have all these great fights. And just the business of boxing is just messing with everything, man. And I don't like it. I just don't like it at all. What's your take on, on what I'm saying? I mean, it, you know, there's a lot of uh, fantasy fights. Uh, like, Bivol was offered to fight at 68. He didn't want it, you know, and he wanted more money. Wait, so, I think. So wait. He wanted. He wanted. Actually, he didn't so want Bivol it. He didn't. wanted. He wanted. He wanted undisputed with better beer. Well, wait. So you're saying that Bivol, Canelo agreed to put up all his belts against Bivol. I, I, think, I never heard I that. I think that Bivol. I, I think that Bivol had said in an interview with um, Marcos Villegas. That he be he would be willing to go down, um, for that sixty eight fight, but I believe at the same time Canelo says something like he lost that seventy five, right? So, and that he didn't want people to make excuses about him bringing him down. Which you know that is a fucked up excuse. I mean, it's the <laughs> right. Truth. You know that's a it's the that's truth, a scared though. tactic excuse. He's scared that he's going to lose his title to this guy. I mean, it's also the truth, though. If he beats them, they'll say it was because it's he brought them down. I mean, we gotta we gotta remember, Bibble never fought at yeah. sixty-eight. You're asking a guy that never fought at sixty-eight well, to come down because you want Canelo to prove something. Yeah, you want Canelo. You want Charlo, who never fought anybody at one sixty-eight or earned the shot at one sixty-eight to do the same. So Canelo's willing to do that. Champ, not willing to do the other. Champ, I hear your passion, Come but on. I hear your passion, but for you to try and associate it when it's backwards, it's never the same. It's always easier. We've interviewed strength and conditioning coaches, nutritionists, dietitians on this show. It's always easier to gain than lose, brother. 
So you know the I, fact that you're you, saying the fact that true. you're saying somehow that Jamel's at a at more at more at a disadvantage than Bivol would be, who never weighed in at sixty eight. It's just not true. No, I, I get that. I do get that. I know one seventy five, one sixty eight is one difference in, in weight versus going one fifty four to one sixty eight. Exactly, percentage wise, you know, but going up definitely yes, it's easier. It's easier. And the guy coming up in weight doesn't have anything really to risk. He's reaching for more. He's reaching for greatness, right? The guy who is going to take the fight with a smaller guy, he's just basically trying to take an easy fight. And if it goes wrong on him, then it looks bad on him, right? I mean, it didn't work out for Chad Dawson, who was a great light heavyweight. Oh, yep, yep, true. You may feel like it's your time. But it's not your time. And that's unfortunate because Chad Dawson, after that loss to Ward, just never, ever, ever, ever was the same, you know? And it's crazy that we are in a sport where one fight can change you or we believe that one fight can change you and there's really no motherfucking actual facts to it, but that's 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 the way the cookie crumbles, you know? He, he did a catchweight that he never fought at and... After that, he he was destroyed and 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 never able to be that version of himself again. Empty the clip, Philadelphia. Yeah. What? Uh, yeah, I really don't see this fight again for real, for real. But since we here, hey, we gonna have to see how this shit go. At first, I was thinking this shit wasn't gonna sell that much, but. For real, for real, people might actually pay just to see if Spence could possibly do any worse. Might fucking around and do 250 to 300 based off that alone. Throw a nice little undercard on that joint, maybe Boost versus Stang on this. Fucking Ray Vargas versus Figueroa since he got the interim for his belt or some shit like that. And you say it might be able to do like, no, uh, like a little 350, something like that. And Spence definitely thought he was going to win. Was that rematch at 154. And on the flip side, Crawford obviously already wanted to rematch at 147, or else it wouldn't even have been a point in the contract. The motherfuckers acting like they surprised that bud. I saw this coming already. Um, yeah, Arrow ain't put it right in there. He wanted it at 154, because I think Arrow just ain't no nut. He wanted the rematch at 147 so he can prove himself. He don't want the extra seven pounds to be a talking point if he do any better, and I respect that. Also, he wanted to shot at Undisputed, and the only way for that to happen is that 147. Now, in terms of legacy, you're right with what you said earlier, and that's moving up to fight Canelo. Will definitely be better legacy-wise, but if Charlo wins, which I have Charlo winning, I think that pushed that timeline back. Hopefully, if that happened in the process, Crawford could drop some boots. I mean, drop some belts. Hopefully, Boots could pick those up in the process, and maybe that could be his shot at a three-time undisputed, and he can give a young boy a shot on the way out like Mayweather did Birdo. Yo, fucking Bertho was old and, and Bertho is not boots. Yeah, he was, but yeah, it's not the same, but hey, you know what I'm saying that fifty two fight timeline we think he on. It keep Crawford from waiting around for Canelo and Charlo. You know what I'm saying? And they think he a draw now since he beats Fish, which remains to be seen. But with that logic, they might as well make the fight. Shit, they just made Benavidez and plan the pay-per-view, so you can't tell me Crawford and Boots can't be one. 
can't be doing 250 against motherfuckers that we don't even think is competition. Yeah, but this is the thing. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, champ. You can't just say that and believe that that's true. Like, Benavidez and and Andre is on pay-per-view for one reason, and I'll tell you why. But before I answer that, give me your estimated guess of what Benavidez and Andre will make guaranteed. So make make guarantee like guaranteed purse. Guaranteed purse. Uh, guaranteed purse. I don't know. I think they probably give them at least four mil. I knew David Benavidez probably make at least four or five mil for that girl. I don't know about Andre. You said what? I think I said I think Benavidez might make like four mil. I don't know about Andre. All right, give me a number for Andre. All right, so if Benavidez make like four or five, Andre probably make like probably like three. Damn. Okay. Give now, him two point five to three. No matter of fact, no, he damn sure ain't making that. I don't. Yeah, I don't know about Andre. No, nah, no, nah, it's, it's cool. It's cool. Two point five, and you said four. We talking six point five million. All right. So one hundred and fifty thousand pay per views at eighty bucks. Uh. That equals twelve million dollars, and that's not including the purse. I mean, the 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 gate, which is tickets, concessions, right. t-shirts, all that shit, right? So right. that's that night, yeah. that's why Benavidez and 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 Demetrius Andre could be on pay per view, right? Because. Even at 150, they covering those guaranteed purses. They giving they 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 promoted they cut they giving the broadcaster they cut. But now if we talk about what's the other fight you said, Charlo. You said Boots and Crawford. Now now how much you think Crawford is gonna want to fight Boots when he just made 10 million to fight Earl guaranteed up front, and we know he made over 20 uh, overall. But but you tell us. No, he definitely gonna want the he definitely gonna want them to break the brakes truck out. He gonna want at least ten. At least ten, and then how much we give him boots? That, that that's the floor. How much we give him boots? Just some shit like that. Shit, Canelo had to take short money against Mayweather. I don't know, probably like two, probably two point five for boots. He gonna have to take the short money. So we talking it up right the there, way. right there. We already talking. Over a hundred and fifty thousand pay per view buys just to cover the purses. That ain't even giving the percentage yeah, to the broadcaster. Yeah. So how many pay per view buys everybody do you think that Crawford, fight going? Everybody do? saying Crawford is draw now. You trying no. to tell me this motherfucker no, can't no, no, bring no. Him? Me, Don't worry about it. me. And you talking? Earl and Crawford what? did six fifty. So how much you think Boots and Crawford going? Right. Do? I think Boots and Crawford could do like at least two seventy five, three hundred. They say anything over a quarter mil is good, right? Two seventy five times eighty. We're talking twenty two million. We got to give the the broadcasters a cut. That certainly covers uh, Crawford's ten thousand boots. Two th- I mean Crawford's ten million boots. Two point five million. But now that only leaves you less than eight million to give the broadcasters and the promoters. You know. And we ain't even include right. we ain't even include yet the gate. So it isn't a it's a high risk fight because 
you barely covering the purses. We ain't even talking about paying the, like we got eight million to pay the broadcaster and the promoter. It, 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 we we need to we need to right. hit a higher number. hypothetical numbers, of course. I see what you're saying, though. But yeah, I mean, but hypothetically, we need to hit a higher number. At least three twenty-five yeah, yeah. would be a safe zone. I personally think it can do more, but but I gotta I gotta give it a low number where I think the the floor at. We can always talk higher, but you gotta go the lowest possible first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Listen, uh, I hope yeah, I hope we could get the shot. You know. We got Canelo, who defended his 68. This is going to be his third undisputed defense. Right, so, and you've been saying that for the past couple of days. Nobody defend undisputed. I want to see everybody defending undisputed. If Charlo lose, he got Tim Zhu waiting but, on him for the undisputed. Well, Bud is about to do if it. If Canelo win, he got Benavidez. But, huh? Bud is about to do it. The question is, are you going to be content with him defending the undisputed titles once against Spence or are you still going to say we'll do it again I'm cool with him doing it once I just want my man Boost to get a shot if he do hold on to it it'd be cool like I said Spence I mean Boost and Stan Jonas can fight for the IBF at WBA and then he can run that right back and that could be a three-time undisputed fight it's definitely not as big a fight but like I said it's a possibility I personally would like to see the Crawford to Charlo, Jono. I think Crawford could beat Charlo. I mean, I mean, yeah, Crawford to Charlo. I think he could beat Canelo too, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I would love to see it. I want the yeah, Canelo Crawford fight. Huh? I want Canelo Crawford, but thank you for calling, and that's what I want, Canelo Crawford. But if Charlo wins, amen to him. But he got to do it twice to prove that he twice is nice. That's just the way the contracts is, you know. Crawford got to prove it. You may feel like it's your time, but it's not your time. Crawford got to prove that he could beat Earl twice unless Earl walks away from the rematch. We got... Keep it moving, $2. Danny needs to watch it with a sombrero hat. We got Diego Rosel, Rosillo. Watch what? I don't know. Think it... Canelo fight? Maybe. Because we did set... Oh, no, we were not on air when we were talking to Fight Party, so I don't know what he's talking about. Diego Rosillo. That's how it is, right, Danny? Oh, you can't see it. Y'all did a whole episode on Legacy versus Money, and now Spence fans want rematch at a weight where he gets neither. Win or lose, he doesn't get it. He doesn't get to take the belts back. His fans uh, are tripping, shaking my head. What up, Dan? I, I disagree with that. You know, I think that at 47, he gets to say, I defended Undisputed. I got mac and cheese. $5 cash app says, I just seen Bub boking up 180 just to cut to 147. Um, I don't think he bulked up, bro. Like, listen, I tried to tell you this before, but y'all be needing fighters to come out and tell you them fucking selves, but... Timothy Bradley weighed 180, fighting at 140 pounds. Earl Spence been walking around at 180. Like, so what that Bud is at 180? He used to that. Believe me, man. There's a bunch of dudes out here running around at 180, bro. I'm, like, you guys, again, I'm not saying... Bro, I mean, what, you, what do we think Tank and, you know... Uh... A B and Dev, you know, 
at 35 or 40 walk around that, you know? Exactly, bro. Especially when you, like, letting go a little bit. You know, you won the biggest fight of your career. Let's say for two weeks, you let go. But he don't even do like that. Look, that last interview, that's why I said these interviews, because the context is key. Like, dude was talking about a bourbon, and, 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 and Bud made it clear, like, I don't do that. I don't do none of that. But anyway, let me get to this cash app. Right, no, we did that. I got to get to this super chat. Um, do, 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 that was $10. James Benitez, $2. He says, like I said, Bud beats everyone from 147 to 168. I don't know. We talked about that yesterday, and I think it should be its own show. You know, um, Danny, I think, I think, were you on and you sent me that? Box record was that a whole nother show? I do so many shows, but the context of the conversation was a super chat that said, who is Bud not the favorite? No, no. Who does Bud not open up as the favorite at 68? I feel like that's his own motherfucking show. But um, it only I only brought that up because his super chat says, that he believes Bud beats everybody from 147 to 168. But I think that David Morrell, not that he beats Bud, but I don't know that Bud opens up a favorite over a fucking standout Cuban who's been putting dudes in the hospitals, a natural 68-pounder, clearly a puncher, obviously a boxer, definitely mean. And a regular champ. Then... I don't know that he if if Canelo beats Charlo, an undisputed champ, it's gonna move Canelo up again in the pound for pound rankings. And I just don't see Bud opening up as a favorite over Canelo. Does he take it back over though? I don't know nothing about when the money comes in. I just don't see Bud open up opening as a favorite over Canelo. No, I'm talking about the pound for pound rankings. If Canelo beats Charlo, does he take back the number one spot? Pound for pound. Quite possibly. You know these writers, man. You know these writers. And pound for pound is what it is. I don't know, Danny. I'm just saying. The other third person, I think... I think... um, Because of Mobili's power. Like... Is he at least even money? Is Bud like a favorite? I know Mobilly never won the world title, so I'm. It might sound bro, like a Mobilly gonna be like plus four hundred against Bud. Believe that, bro. I don't know, Danny. He just knocked out Demond Nicholson. Now I know that the casual fans like Demond. <laughs> he's a journeyman. Yeah, but he don't get knocked out. He don't get knocked out, and he dropped Demetrius Andre. Yeah. Didn't DeMar get knocked out in the last fight? Nah, he got knocked out once in his life and versus Mobili. That's it. And he been in tough all his life. Like, we know DeMond is... Like, we don't get DeMond to win the fight. We get DeMond to show us the guy's durable. What did he do with Belanga? Show you Belanga's power needs no, to get worked sure. on. You understand? What did he do with Demetrius? Show you he ain't going to knock nobody out. Demetrius going to have to outbox anybody he beat. Yeah, I just don't know that he's going to be the favorite against Bud. And I don't know that he's going to be an underdog with that natural fucking power. He said, mm-hmm. but Billy, you, you one or the Jay other, Billy. bro. So then you saying Bud the underdog. Because you one or the other. You can't I, be both. I know. I know. I'm saying, I just said I don't know. Because I'm not the bookies. 
this dude got real power, and we've seen Bud get hurt. I'm just saying. I don't know how the bookies, you know, do that shit. Look, bro. So, so, so you got him favorite over everybody on 68? Nah, probably, like, if we talking better odds, probably not Benavidez or Canelo. And so he's the favorite over Andre right now? Yes. Wow. Wow. Okay, moving on. I got what, 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 what Floyd say? Absolutely. Yeah, I don't know that he sounded like a leprechaun, but all right. Yeah, you sounded like a leprechaun. $50 super chat. Bobby Shaw, damn. We could have had Bivol versus Bud at 68, but we got sissy thighed fans like Ness saying, don't move down. Bivol would have lost. Yeah, right. Laugh out loud. Canelo got the same heartbeat like you, Ness. Canelo loses to Bud. Bivol and Charlo at any weight, brother. Listen, I just am probably older than you and lived through a very good... Let me pull up Chad's resume so you can see how good he was before he did... Shout out to Google listening. I t- I just put Chad it right, right away said Chad Dawson's box right. I love you. I love you. I, love- I know people are afraid that they're listening, not me. They make my life easy. So... We're going to screen share this, and uh, we'll go to school together here. A little revisionist history. We'll uh, minimize a bit here. Boom. So we'll go Andre Ward where he lost, right? And as you can see, 68. What does that say? 75. The man been fighting at 75 his whole career, right? So we'll go back to what? Let's see. Let's see. This is this is NABF. So this is we'll start here where he won his first NABF title versus Eric Harding. We'll go up and he beat undefeated Thomas Adamick. Undefeated, not the one that Vlad, not the one that Vitali, not the one that Ariola, not the one that Big Baby, not the one that Spielka. Undefeated Thomas Adamick. Cool. We 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 outbox him. Glenn Johnson, the road warrior, the one that holds the win over legendary Roy Jones. Okay, okay. Antonio Tava. What? Not the one, not the dude that got gave Roy his, was it Roy's first loss, Danny? Where he said, uh, in the in the rematch, any 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 excuses tonight, Roy? What's that? Back to back wins over Antonio? I said um, back to back? Damn. I don't think that was technically. I think that was the first real one, right? No, Wasn't Montel Griffin before that? What? Oh, oh, yeah. He did get knocked out by Griffin. He did get knocked out by Griffin, right? Wasn't it a Griffin? Look, no, look, no, look at I'm CYP. Saying, CYP, the legendary street fighter. Chad was good, not great. Yo. Wait, bro, what, what I'm hilarious. saying is didn't Roy... Like, that was Roy's, like, first true loss, but di- on paper... That yeah, was but that was a disqualification. First... It was a disqualification yeah, of Montel Griffin loss. But moving on, Anton, Antonio Tava, um, two times back-to-back, homie. Back-to-back. Then Glenn Johnson again. Then he lost to John Pascal, which he couldn't, he couldn't, he couldn't uh, avenge. This was even a decent fight, uh, Andre, uh, uh, Adrian Dakota, And then Bernard Hopkins, no contest. Obviously, Hopkins... 
I lived this fight. I was in AC for this. Chad threw him off his shoulder. Hopkins faked the back injury. 90 yeah, seconds. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, I said it. B-Hop. B-Hop hopped his ass up out of there. It was hot in that motherfucker. Came back. We did the rematch, and we got the win. And then Ward, they, they, then, then, then the HBO was like, yo, come on down, man. Come on down. Come on down. And uh, they, they gave him the money to come down to Ward's division. And look, he was never the same, bro. Look, knock, lost to Ward by knockout. Lost to Adonis by knockout. Seconds. Bro, lost to Kami, Tommy Carpensi. My boy Bruce from Pittsburgh made like 10 grand on this fight because he knows Tommy from Pittsburgh. And, 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 and he bet on Chad. I mean, against Chad. And fucking, bro, Chad lost to Tommy Carpensi, bro. This is Tommy's biggest win, bro. Like, Tommy's probably going to go in the Pittsburgh Hall of Fame because he fucking beat uh, Chad Dawson, bro. Like, look, Andre from Fora beat him, bro. Come on, man. That shit ain't supposed to happen, bro. Shit ain't supposed to happen, bro. So, you know, salute to Chad. He got a son this fight, and then maybe, you know, his son ends up being a, a great fighter. But, uh... Sometimes it ain't good to go down and wait, man. Like that, you know, it just, it, it, not everybody Ten can do seconds. it. Down is more difficult than up. Down is more difficult than up. Uh, Chad, what up, though? Hey, what's up, guys? What's up? Not much. Like, so we got all these different mysteries and things in the world and the universe like illuminati and aliens and the pyramids and whether ghosts are real and now you can add this spence fans and this fight and the rematch to, to all that too like you guys soon you fans realize how ridiculous you guys sound when you call in man like i just want to know do, do you guys light a candle every day for Spence? Like, do you guys have little statues in, in your house where, like, a, like you, could, you buy a Jesus statue, you put Spence's face on it? When you well, think well, of Spence, do you imagine him? Do you imagine him in robes and sandals reaching out to you, in, trying to embrace you? I mean, man, it's so corny, man. It's so corny. Like, Shaquan, Shaquan, man. Chad. Yo, you guys there? Yeah, we hear you, Chad, but it's Suquan. <laughs> Chad, we hear you. You guys there? We hear you, Chad. We hear you. Shit. Do you copy? Do you copy? You went through the mountains of Calgary? No, he's in Toronto. Yeah. Yo. Yeah, sorry. My phone my phone uh, went crazy on me. Listen, Yo, man, I mean, so it's Suquan that you're sorry. talking about. Suquan from New York is yeah. the guy you're about to go yeah. in on. Go ahead, go in on him. But, but Suquan, like, man, calling in to say that uh, Bud's journey is, isn't, uh, a, a, you know, a good journey to get to Undisputed? Like, what is that? Like, so this is a funny thing, though. Like, before Usyk fought AJ, what fans gave a shit about Usyk's journey to his Undisputed? I mean, I'm just well, saying. To his unification. Guys, his unification. 
Sorry, to his unification. Sorry, you're right. And, and and Canelo too. I'm just saying, when guys do take these these uh, individual fights and collect belts, like Canelo got shit on, man, in a huge way. Like people, and then now that Bud's uh, had to fight one guy with three belts, somehow the journey's not good enough. The journey's not right. It's not hard enough. Please, man. Like just. Look, he beat he beat the fucking brakes off of Spence. Spence was slow. His footwork was awful. The knockdowns, he was out of position and off balance. Like, what's going to happen at 154? Nothing, man. Nothing. You think there's some magic that's going to happen at 154? What, he's going to show up all energized? Hey, he's going to have all the magic power? To No, man. No. Just stop. Stop. Let's move on. Let's see what else Bud can do. All right, man. See you guys. Shout out Canada. Stand up. Who we got out there? Who we got? Who we got? We got? We got? We got JT in this month. While we wait for him to connect, we going to fat ten dollar super chat. Bud. Bivol and Tyson Fury, the best bud is 50 cent money and the power. Bivol, like Lil Uzi Vert, got the fans hype. And Tyson Fury, like Eminem, the white boy that changed the game. JT. Yo, can y'all hear me? Yes. Can y'all hear me? C. Okay. Shout out to Chris. I was trying to laugh at his call. His call was so messed up, though. He just went a little overboard with his little jokes. I wonder who his favorite fighter is. Because everybody's biased to their fighter. When their fighter lose, they're going to come out for the excuses. They're going to say this. They're going to say that. Everybody do it, including Ness. Everybody on his, all his panel does it. When their favorite fighter lose, when their team lose, they make excuses. So y'all can save me with the bullshit. I never made an excuse for a while. I still want you did make an excuse. That's, for Wilder? I'm not going back and I never made somebody. an excuse for none of my fighters. You made, you made, excuse, for, you made, you made excuse for Canelo. You made excuses for Canelo. Man, you so lying, look, man. I'm going to say this, though. I still want to see... I still want to see the fight at 54. I think Vince was weight drained. He bud beat him at 54. Hey, if you don't take it, fine. I don't give a shit. I'd love to see uh, Canelo versus uh, Bud Crawford at 68. I got Bud Crawford beating the shit out of Canelo. But I know logically that fight is not gonna happen. That fight is all wrong for Canelo. And if I know that, I'm pretty sure his coaches and Canelo know that as well. But uh I keep Ness, y'all came out and say net um Spence wrote a note saying he can't make 147. What what was that the topic y'all were talking about? Not that he wrote a note that he had to formally write in writing that he couldn't make. 47 if he wanted the fight not to happen at 47. According to Crawford, I'll play the audio once you are done. Okay. Okay. Alright. Well, look. look. All these people that call in, raging, talking about this and all that. Remember, first, I, I respect, well, I respect everybody, but at the end of the day, if you ain't been in the rank, just shut the fuck up. Y'all talk about a lot of people and shit like that, but none of you guys haven't mostly haven't been in the ring to sit here and say this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy got his ass whooped, this guy don't deserve a rematch. Nah, man, at the end of the day, Spence 
basically putting in the work since he was 15, and all uh, he's been on the top of the sport and all that during his day. So if you take one loss, you never know, man. Come back and redeem his, like you said, get it back in blood. He can win it or lose again. But, hey, he deserved that. You know, he's a top fighter. Get a lot of other guys uh, lose fights and stuff like that, come back. That's what fighters, that's what this sport is for. But stop clo- uh, stop uh, closing him out the door because he don't deserve another fight or a rematch. But uh, besides that, man, I mean, I don't got nothing else, man. Uh, I, I've been, I was working, but I wanted to kind of punch out, I mean, come back and say something on the, on the caller, but I forgot. I forgot the top. I kind of punch back in when um when they come back to me. That's my call. All right. Um, let me play this audio for those that don't know what it is that we're talking about and why we're asking people to stop complaining. The reason we're asking you to stop complaining is because you keep saying that Earl can't make a weight that he obviously could make because if he couldn't make it, he would have abided by the contract that he signed. He signed it. Take it away, Mr. Bud Crawford. Well, the contract states that um, either one or the other got to notify, you know, in writing that he no longer can make the weight. If not, then the fight will be at 47, so. So there you go, man. You know, because I don't want old boy to flag because he didn't have very many subs, and I don't say that as a shot. I say that as a guy that had been there. It's like, you know, my, my hottest interview, everybody's using it, you know. But I liked your video. I shared your shit. Obviously, I've announced that, you know, we're using the audio from In This Corner. It's weighing in with Travis Hartman. He's actually a... Former multinational champion in the amateurs who faced Bud Crawford. And and if you watch the entire video, like I watched it, Trav Hartman, and I appreciate you, um, you know, he took great pride in not being stopped by Bud. Because he said, you know, Earl got stopped, but not him. But he also said that a lot of people was getting stopped by Bud in the amateurs. This was the pros. What? When he fought him. Hartman? Absolutely. Oh, shit, he fought him as a pro. As a professional. That's even worse then. So he really meant that when he was happy that he didn't get stopped like Earl. Um, I thought it was an amateur. Terrence Crawford was 5-0. and <laughs> Travis Hartman was a 20-fight veteran with a record of nine wins, 10 losses, and one draw at the time. Mm. And uh, <laughs> if you are wondering, did he fight again? Absolutely, bro. Travis Hartman's last fight was 2019. Mm. Against Mason Menard. Mason Menard. Oh, shit. Common opponent with uh, T.O. and Devin. Absolutely. And Diego. And uh, so after Terrence Crawford, you know, he went on to fight guys like, uh, no, is this the the same one? Ooh. Sure is. Jesse Vargas. Whoa. He fought Jesse when Jesse was 6-0. That's um, dope. And Jesse actually wow. knocked him out in the second. Right, and then he. That's because Crawford already uh, damaged him. He was damaged goods after. Then Crawford. he fought six and zero Alex Martin from Chicago. What? Yeah, and then he fought uh, nine and zero Miguel Cruz from uh, from Florida. Mm. Then there's more. But wait, that motherfucker fought everybody. He fought nine and zero. 
Cordell Booker. Damn. So he must have just retired, this then motherfucker. he fought 14-0 Kent Cruz. Damn. That's the dude that just had the rematch on Showbox. Then... Yeah, I ain't never heard of this guy. Dennis Cooper, you never signed up the Border Wars. Your Hawaiian ass talking about somebody's a fucking scrub. He fought a guy that was 15 and 0. You were supposed to fight Mario. You could have made a name for yourself. I mean, never mind. But uh, the guy 15 and 0, Nico Macias. Never heard of him, but he was undefeated also. Mm. Out here calling people scrubs. Yo, so shout scrubs. out to Travis Hartman, man. Right? Guy fought a lot of tough guys. Hell yeah, he fought some tough motherfuckers. Did his thing. Just stopped fighting, like I said, 2019. That was his last fight. Damn. 2019. Uh, he was getting busy. Finished, um, he I finished got... with the record of 16 wins, 28 losses, one draw. He got 12 wins by KO. And 16 L's by KO. Danny. Yes. This just in. Uh oh. It's not funny. Well, not funny. Spence after making 147 again for the rematch. And for those that are just tuned in as a. Audio podcast only. We're showing the images of the alleged aliens found in Mexico that Danny refused to talk about being a you know person from Mexico. You got igualitas out there and everything. You didn't even care, bro. I mean, you don't believe it. I mean, bro, this dude fought. Get the fuck out of here. Hold, hold the fuck up. What? You still on his record, bro? He's an OG, man. No, 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 no. Hold on, watch out. This dude fought Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. Damn. <laughs> when Jr. was 17 and 0. So, but that was a lower weight. Jr. was, he was a small. 140. See? Yeah. Yo, wow, though. He fought everybody. Holy Lord. Um. All right, what else we got to do? We got to go to. Bro, he fought a dude named Shimon. <laughs> Shimon Alvarez. Shimon. <laughs> Shimon was 16 and 0 at the time. Yo, is that like a a, a Canelo stepbrother and shit? <laughs> Shimon. <laughs> look, at, look at Shimon. <laughs> Yo, that's Canelo's stepbrother. Mr. Alvarez had a night on a town in Houston somewhere. <laughs> Shimon. Send me that fox right. Send me that fox right. Hey yo, Shimon. Shimon was conceived after a night at a strip club. What the fuck? In Atlantic City. No. Yeah, bro. AC. They was at the bottom bang. <laughs> yo. Holy shit. Um. Oh, all right. All right. All right. All right. We have to go to callers again. We got Chrome. What up? Damn, somebody just said, dude has a better resume. And then, you know, he said a pay-per-view star's name. Yeah, but that's the thing. You know, people pick and choose when they want to give somebody credit for just fighting tough names, not actually winning. Bro, Shimon lost to Delvin Rodriguez. Chrome, you there? Or, we, or you got to jump back? I'll jump back in. Joshua Clotty. 
Bro, he's looking up Shimon Alvarez. Did you send it to me? <laughs> yeah. I got, they want to see him. Chrome, it sounds like you're not connected, baby. So jump out. Jump back in. <laughs> Bro, I wish I wasn't sick because I sound weird. Yo, Shimon really is a set brother. Canelo going to have to answer to this. Y'all know that's his stat. <laughs> I thought it was like, why you said Atlantic City? Is that where he's born? Motherfucker, move the screen. And he a southpaw, okay? Check you out, Shimon. Oh, yeah, he is from Jersey. Let me look him up on Instagram. Shimon. Shimon. Shimon Lee? <laughs> Yo, did you just say Shimon Lee? Nah, Shimon Lee. Oh. Rush Hour? No? Nah. Oh, damn. I wasn't a Rush Hour kind of guy. I watched it, but not like, I ain't memorized that shit, bro. But uh, who we got on the line? Bro, this dude don't even exist on Instagram. Bro, he he exists on BoxRec where it count. Shit. If if he ain't exist there, CYP won't call him a fighter. Well, actually, actually, he said he said guys like that shouldn't be professionals. Yo, you going on a call or what? Yeah, who we got? Let me see. On Twitter, you got somebody. I think you got Capicu. Maybe that is. Yup, so do. What up, champ? What you think of Shimon? You ever, you ever heard of him? <laughs> What's going on, gentlemen? You what ever, up? You ever heard of Shimon? Yo, he from Atlantic nah, City. Nah, I ain't never heard him, but he look like he look like a pimp from a 1970s movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, just uh, also like to kind of reinstate about what you're talking about. With remember, Chris Bird did it too. Chris Bird came down from my head. Wait to fight my man's uh the trainer for uh Zhang's trainer, what's his name? Um George um Sean George. George. Sean, Sean George. George and you saw he got knocked he got knocked out. So I mean that, that weight cut isn't easy, bro. But um like you said, it's easier to gain the weight than to lose the weight. You know, there's plenty of examples for that, you know. Um but I say let's 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 uh let's um bring in let's celebrate let, let's bring in Bud to the one sixty eight with Berlanga. You know what I'm saying? That'll be the test fight. What? See if he can hold the 168. I say that if Bug gonna come up to 168, let's let's welcome him. Let's have him a welcome party with Belanga. That'll be the bro. That'll be the perfect you fight for some, him. You on some biased Puerto Rican shit right now? Why is nah, Belanga just... the perfect fight? Like, what does Belanga? Well, what got I'm a saying belt. is, it's, it's... damn, damn, an introduction. Damn, I, that, my three men is gone. That fast? Nah, 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 nah. Nah, nine eighteen is over because you were screen sharing. Yeah, we were screen sharing. Uh, 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 but the the Belanga the Belanga fight is is a perfect introduction to the weight class. Is what I'm saying. He come in, he fights, see if he can handle the 168 power, bro. But and that, then he'll fight. But he don't want to see if he can handle. He want the top. He want to run right. champ. Like y'all want him to I'm dip saying. his toes in. He want to go diving. He he. All right, hey, all right. If that's what he wants, then hey, fuck it. Let him let him dive. Um. Uh, cause I, that's a big ass weight class for him. But anyway, it is what it is. Let's see the best fight the best, right? Um, but stating, uh, uh, talking about yesterday, right? We you talking about ben we we're talking about Benavides having something big coming. You think you think uh, Canelo might go after the younger brother instead of the bigger brother? Hell no. Hell no. You think? Nah, he going after the younger brother in the Charlo? No, it gotta, it gotta go be Charlo. Nah, it gotta be Jamal, bro. It gotta be Jamal. Or Keller Plant. If PBC smart, they come back with Keller Plant and, and Jose Benavides. That sounds about right. 
but you know, staying to the topic. I mean, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Like you, like, I mean, I don't want to keep on. Yeah, why not? Guaranteed win. Guarantee win for your pay per view guy. You know, mm-hmm. oh my God, built but bro, in. He just so he's gonna move up from fifty four to sixty eight. He's already moving to sixty or sixty eight for Jamal. He's already an option for Jamal. Yeah, that's a, that's what I'm saying. So it's it's gonna be interesting, but you know, um, just on the topic, you know, just a forty seven. Uh, it, it, like I don't want to sound redundant, man. You know, like everybody says the same thing, and we said it plenty of times. The one forty seven, if it is not one forty seven rematch, that's for the belts. Fifty four ain't nothing. But and who says that along the line that that rematch doesn't happen at one fifty four? You know, uh, when he's established at fifty four, if he's gonna fight at fifty four, you know that could, that rematch doesn't have to happen right away. It could happen sometime along the way. You know. Maybe that's gonna be his exit, um, exit fight. You know, uh, I'm saying Crawford. So, I mean, hey, it, it is what it is. People gotta just, you know, just uh, deal with this shit. You know, the fight was at 47. Rematch should be at 47. It's for all the belts. So let's wait for the rematch to happen. Most likely 54 later on. That's the bell, champ. Um, he do look big as hell though. And, you know, who knows, bro? You know, like, sometimes the, the the weight cut takes away from the power. I mean, for his younger brother to be a heavyweight, who knows how much he was holding himself back. Uh, I don't know that he would win a fight with a Keller plant, but I think it makes sense for PBC. Hey, you could you could definitely do that, tapping right back into the robbery and everything. Um, numbers, what up? Smitty, you funny. Numbers. Joe, man, from your lips to God's ears, man. Oh. Did you look at who it is? Numbers. My check, my check. One, two, one, two. Y'all hear me? Yep. Hello. Yo. Yo. What's the topic today? Crawford and Spence fight happening at 47. Earl never notified uh, Crawford that he couldn't make weight, so the fight happened at 47. Okay, because there's been a bunch of uh, other shit being talked about, and I just want to stay on topic, but... Um, you know, I was on Discord and shit. I was like looking up a little verse to to start my call with, but you know, never mind that. Uh, I just saw something on Twitter that said that Spence uh never had a an issue making the weight, and I just think all of this was a a, a series of chess moves for Crawford to get out of get out of all this obligation to fight Spence and then uh push the Charlo Canelo winner, which is gonna be Canelo. I don't know why people fool themselves. You know what I mean? It's the king of boxing. It's the face of the sport. Period. But hey, I got uh, I got to step into this office real quick. So shout out TBV. Hit the like button. Shout out back off. Y'all have a good day, bro. All right. All right Appreciate you. J-Matt. Very intrigued by the Shimon Alvarez guy. Let me tell you. <laughs> you hilarious. Wait, is this Shimon? Get the fuck out of here. Bro, they just sent me a Shimon Alvarez. He's in the AC Boxing Hall of Fame. Stop playing and put some respect on my name. 
Put some respect on my name. Uh, who we Yo, got? can you hear me? Finally. Yeah, I guess what you, what I got a free call? I mean, I seen your hand raised. I ain't know. We going out the aisle in the bay. Bay in the aisle. What? Simone, bro. <laughs> what you laughing at? You already see how you look. I know. It's just like, bro. What? What if we related? Ain't that crazy? You funny as hell. What if I got tired in the AC or something? Al in the Bay, you there? Look. <laughs> he got the little. Oh, shit. He, he got the beard. <laughs> he got the Eddie Munston going on, bro. How you get the peak? What's that called? Widow's Peak? Yeah, he got the little joint up here. Wasn't it a show called Something Peak? Action, the wrong person. Chrome! You know he don't watch TV. Yo, yo. He you can hear me? He didn't even watch the first Mexican astronaut, man. We got to take this guy's credentials. What up? You can hear me? Yep. Hey, what's up, man? What's up, Danny? What's up, Ness? How y'all boys what's doing up, today? What's up? Chill. Okay, okay. I was calling, you know, about the topic. Well, I'm kind of happy Crawford kind of explained this little whatever the contract state about Earl. Got to put it in writing that he can't make the weight so some of these Spence fans can stop crying because it sounds like if Earl ain't put it in writing, he ain't had a problem making the weight. So at least we can get past that part of it that he was weight drained and all this crazy stuff. Now it's just the Earl was hiding Terrence on PDs. They need to go ahead and get this rematch over so we can go ahead and move past this, man. I'm kind of really tired of talking about it. I mean, I like both of them, but I picked Crawford to win. I'm just tired of hearing the damn Spence fans cry about it because that shit is getting ridiculous, especially some of these callers coming over. I still want to see that 54. The man just explained what the contract said, and Spence ain't said he wanted that 54 even shit. So I don't understand why everybody else wanted that 54. Spence want to be undisputed. So I guess he's going to take his another shot at it, and then we can live with the results and just move on. But, you know... That's mostly what I had to say about that. I keep it short and simple. Right. Short and simple, man. Y'all have a good one, man. All right. All right. Chrome, thanks for calling in. Oh, shit. It's come to an end. Let me see here. Average boxing fan, Benavidez, Stampede's bud, and Plant beats him, too. That was another guy we didn't ask. You think he's the favorite over Plant? Ooh, what? Two losses by knockout already. Oh, wait. Oh, one. Yeah, Benavides didn't stop him. Nobody did. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, Canelo did. I'm saying, yeah, David did it. Yeah, just the one. Yeah. Tip Bellis, candles for Spence in the chat. Candle emoji, rolling uh, on the floor emoji. But to answer your question, yeah, you know, I'm still siding. Still siding for that one, too. For what? Plant versus Bud? Yeah. Close. You're still siding for that to happen? No, no, no. I'm saying you asked me, would Bud be the favorite? I'm Mm. like, yeah, I'm still siding on that fight also. Damn, you're putting Bud over him. I think it'd be narrow, but absolutely. Damn. I forgot who super chatted. Whoever super chatted that yesterday or started that conversation, I guess you're right, bro. Wow. 
What about two? I'm, I don't know, bro. The bookies are so weird. Bookies be weird, bro. They be having dudes like underdogs that sometimes they don't deserve it. I don't know. Uh, Keep it moving. $2. Danny have Mexican. But it's not No, I mean. Yo, that is everyone. Y'all some haters. Yeah, that is everyone. Next. Catch us on the next we one. We Shimon interview. We I don't w- even know where Shimon's at. Two people asking for Shimon interviews. He ain't fought in 11 years. Whoa. That's a long time. Yeah. Nest GTO, Ringwalk Danny. Instagram and Twitter. The Boxing Voice. Arrivederci. Catch me at... Five. Four o'clock Pacific Standard Time, seven o'clock Eastern, six o'clock Central. Yo, you know what else? Word. Ernesto Mercado is back in another big fight. This fucking dude, it's a rap. I'm interviewing his pop his pops. I can't take it. Who he fighting? Jeremiah Nakatilia. Bro, the fact that nobody's talking about this kid is insane. Like, we want Keyshawn and 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 and, and Schofield. And Frank, bro, I want Mercado with them dudes. Mercado, Frank. Mercado, Keyshawn. Mercado, Shakur. Mercado, bro. Mercado, bro. Mercado. Mercado. Okay? Oh, wow. Now, yo, listen. Bro, let me show y'all something. No promoter, there's no reason other than skill that you should be doing what he's doing. I mean, it's just unheard of. I can't believe more people not backing this kid with the fights that he's taken in a short amount of time. If this were Lomachenko, listen, if he would have gave in to the big box promoter, he would have been a star. He's doing this shit without the big box promoter. Like, he's literally taking dudes. Look at these opponents, bro. Like, Kurt Scooby made a name off himself for knocking out Hank Lundy. Mercado did that first. So let's see where it started at. Velez was the first one I caught win. I said, hold up. How the fuck you 7-0? You fighting Jason Velez already. Uh, I, I watched that fight. He destroyed him. Destroyed him. Out of there. Get up out of here. Uh, Next one. Oh. You 9-0? You fighting Hank Lundy? <whistles> one round before Scooby did it. Hold up. Dong Dong Dini? Man, Devin was like 27-0 when he fought Dong Dong Dini on Showbox. Ten-round decisions in Nicaragua. Let's fucking go. In Nicaragua. Next up, Jeremiah Nakadilia. He just got stopped by Murataya. He was in the ring with Shakur. I mean, when I first interviewed this dude, he said, bro, they know me. They ain't going to say my name. They know who I am. And something about, I think he's Sean beat him, but he feel he got robbed or some shit. That, 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 that. They already had Keyshawn for that slot or some shit, he said. But he been talking hot shit about Shakur since I first interviewed him for the Velez fight. And he been talking about all everybody since I continued to interview him. I can't believe he was going Nicaragua to fight Dyke Don Denny. His father put on, because he Nicaraguan too. But, like, for them to do that fight in Nicaragua at, right. like, 10-0, how, Sway? How? Now they got Nakatilia. And the boy is 12-0. Murataya ain't even do that. And he had the big box promoter. Nah, man. Keep your eyes on this kid. He is the fucking goods. 
I can't wait till they slip up and put him on a on a, as a. I mean, they ain't gonna slip up. He's doing his thing way too much. The bookies know his ass. It's a wrap. The bookies know. Him. But we out. Arriva dirts till the next one, y'all.